0: It's time. Winter has come. We must brace ourselves against the coming darkness. Prepare yourselves to make sacrifices and choices. Terrible, terrible choices. Some of us Um, won't make um, it. Um,
1: um, Kyle. It's spring. It... it is?
2: Uh, Yeah. Oh, well, it is in Japan. In the cold north.
0: Aye, so it is. And you know what this means? Dragons? Zombie dragons.
1: (laughs) Robot zombie dragons. No!
0: It is time for a new season of anime! Ava oh.
1: Launch! Tetsuo! Ganida! Onida! It's over 9,000! Nani! Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. To Wi-Fi! wi fi fi wi
2: fi radio!
0: Konnichiwa and welcome to a new episode of Kawaii Fight Radio, the podcast where we look into the world of anime and manga. I'm your host, Kyle, and joining me are my annoying co-hosts, Coco
1: and Kenny. Put down the kazoos! They're just so good! It's such a noble instrument. I must spend all my time playing it. Of of
0: course you must, of course. Yes,
2: after the feast of wonderful music we gave you in the last episode, thanks to some very talented people, we decided to tone things right down today.
0: Excuse me? We brought the most incredible instruments ever. I was
1: putting in effort.
0: (laughs) You are musically inclined, Coco. Yes. So, of course you put in effort. Of
1: course. But moving on from Kazoos, (laughs) let's talk
0: about anime which is what yeah. we are here for of and course. firstly let's kick off with revisions because we were talking oh. about this during our review season we thought mm, we're not sure where it was we were a bit about we halfway really through really
1: binged that
0: we did mm. and i was quite pleased yeah there, there was It there was, was great um, it was great there was a lot to like there was a very sort of Neon Genesis feel to the way the story was being told with the way the characters were interacting. He
1: finally got less annoying as well. Yes, yeah. there was
2: some actual character development and that was the one thing that was keeping me away from the series. I just... I wanted to break that guy's head open under a car. <laughs>
0: please please don't do that. That's That, that would see you in no, prison and unable to do anything else he, on this show. He seems fine
2: <laughs> now by the end of it. There was a lot of time travel hijinks. W- which was really
0: well executed, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, they really did address how... That they didn't do the parallel timelines. They just kind of used a singular timeline which could be afe- affected and impacted by other things that happened in the past, which was pretty cool to see.
2: And rather an interesting kind of open end.
0: hmm mm. But y- you know what I... Because, I mean, you, you could technically do a sequel off that, which is pretty cool, but it, it also made us notice something about an anime which is... Uh, started airing this season as well which has a very similar premise of a city disappearing, just the other side of the story. In a
1: giant circular hole,
0: no less. In the middle of Japan, in Tokyo, no less. I was
1: thinking I
2: wanted this to be sort of like an Avengers kind of a crossover event, different anime studios kind of combined together to make one big meta-narrative, but...
0: It's really not. (laughs) If only. If only. And we also need to talk about how Sword Art Online finished because that was, I think the last episode came out just after we went to air call that Um, a finish I call that a cliffhanger it's a cliffhanger Mm. Um, now Sword Art Online Alicization is four cores meaning four seasons of 12 or more Mm -hmm. episodes um, that are going to is essentially being split right down the middle so we'll have 24 episodes and another 24 25 episodes which I think is due to come out in October this Mm. year Um, I will confirm that in the news because that's where I wrote it down Um, (laughs) and they've left it on such a good I feel like a really good cliffhanging point because yeah. it's it's not like there's lots of different storylines waiting. There's just one big storyline that they've got to, to kind of clear up.
2: Yeah, but it was like it was all announced in like the last five ten minutes of the show. Yeah. It's just oh, like yeah. all of this stuff that you've been spending episodes and episodes sort of decoding and all yeah. that kind of stuff that's done. Now here's all this stuff dropped on you right Mm -hmm. now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, they they did a really good job of it. it I I was very impressed. I'm looking forward to the second Mm -hmm. half and another 24, 25 episodes, which is going to double this season of, well, the Alicization arc in itself doubles the entire length of the show. So it's, and it really has took the quality up to another level, which is Mm. really impressive. The fight choreography was
1: really good. And the lighting. Yes. Mm. Excellent.
0: Yeah, so we should probably talk about the show ahead because uh, it's going to... Apologies again, this might be a bit of a long one. Might. Yeah. Um, Generally,
2: ahead. we have segments and stuff. We like try to diversify what we have been looking at throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time, we're just looking at the entire new season. <laughs>
0: this is an
1: information
0: dump. Also, if you are joining us for the first time on YouTube, which we, are, we literally are launching this week, our uh, podcast Whoa. onto YouTube. Yay. Welcome, like and subscribe as every single other YouTuber says. Press that little bell icon to Yeah, that get about yeah the thing that, you know, is you everyone goes kazoos. on about bells. If you, if you do, we will buy more kazoos.
1: Yeah. I don't know if we'll do be able to d- play
0: multiple kazoos at once, but we'll try. Can
1: these things break?
0: It depends if I attack it with a hammer. No,
1: I um, won't let you.
0: Um, but yes, ahead this episode, it's a new season filled with bizarre and unique animes from returning favourites like One Punch Man and Attack on Titan to a surprisingly large amount of baseball. There's a lot yeah. to decode. Yeah, um, but before we do that, let's go to the news.
1: Making headlines. Really? Awesome. Sort of. Anime News. Okay.
0: The live-action cast of Cowboy Bebop unveiled and OVA's on the horizon. This is Kawaii-Fi Anime News. Netflix adaptation of groundbreaking anime Cowboy Bebop has announced most of the cast for the upcoming live-action remake. John Cho of Harold and Kumar fame and the recent Star Trek films will be portraying leading man Spike Spiegel for Luke Cage's Season 2 actor, Mustafa Shakir, portraying his partner and the Bebop's captain, Jet Black. Daniela Panada from Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and the vampire series The Originals will be taking on the role of Faye Valentine, with British actor Alex Hassel playing the role of Vicious. No actors have been cast for the parts of Ed, Julia or the wonder dog Ein at this stage. Staying with live-action adaptations, it seems like the long-awaited Hollywood version of Akira could begin filming the next half a year, that is, if Warner Bros. hopes to take advantage of a California tax break. The California Film Commission says the Hollywood adaptation of Katsuhiro Otomo's manga will be shot entirely in California with a tax credit of 18.5 million US dollars, but only if the project begins production in the next 180 days. The adaptation has been in and out of development hell since 2008, and reports around the project in recent years are not much clearer. Some sources report Taika Waititi is on board to adapt the original mangas into two films, and while Waititi has not confirmed if he will be directing the project, Leonardo DiCaprio and Andrew Lazar have been attempting to get the project back on the agenda. At this stage, Warner Bros have yet to give them the green light. The website for Teasing Master takagi san has confirmed that Season 2 of the Romantic Middle School anime is in production, due for release in July. The series' original cast and crew have been confirmed as returning for the production, with additional animators joining the team. A two-minute preview on Toho's YouTube channel shows Takagi teasing Nishikata about her changing classes as part of an April Fool's joke. Sword Art Online Alicization will return to TV screens in October this year, likely with another 24-episode run. Following the series' 24th episode, a teaser promoting the show's return was posted on the anime's official Twitter. The Alicization arc almost doubles the length of the SAO Light novel series when it was released and is expected to run for around 50 episodes. An all-new OVA is in the works for Mob Psycho 100 by Anime Studio One, though its initial announcement did cause some confusion. The announcement, made on April 1st, left fans wondering if the new animation was a hoax, with the studio quickly confirming its authenticity. An advanced screening for the special is planned for July 7th, but tickets for the event will require fans to enter a lottery by buying the series' upcoming Blu-ray release. Staying with OVA's, a new 10-minute special for One Punch Man will be bundled with the second season's Blu-ray and DVD release in Japan. The OVA, titled as Hashtag Zero One, is the second special of the series following a broadcast premiere commemorative special aired in Japan on April 2nd. While there are no words on whether the broadcast special will be released internationally, new OVA will be shipped in Japan on August 27th. An anime adaptation of Kei Tomei's Sing Yesterday For Me is in the works according to this month's issue of Shueisha's Grand Jump. The coming-of-age story ran from 1997 to 2015, releasing 113 chapters which were later bundled into 11 volumes. The story focuses on university graduate Riko Oazumi, who takes on a role at a convenience store after college. His days pass uneventfully until he runs into a woman with a pet crow and his former college girlfriend. A manga adaptation of H.P. Lovecraft's The Call of Cthulhu is being produced in Katakawa's monthly comic Beam. The new series is latest in Gao Tanabe's adaptations of H.P. Lovecraft's works, which he began in 2009 with his adaptation of The Outsider. Tanabe's Lovecraftian stories, including At the Mountains of Madness, have been nominated for the Best Comic Awards at this year's Angoulême International Comics Festival. And in dub news, the English voice cast for The Promised Netherlands translation has been announced, with the first episode broadcast on April 13th. Voice actors Erica Mendez, Laura Stahl and Ginny Tirado will be voicing Emma, Ray and Norman respectively in the dub, while Laura Post voicing the orphanage mother Isabella. And that's your anime news for the week ending April 14th, 2019. I could see you getting quite excited when I mentioned HP Lovecraft there, Kenny.
2: I'm a big fan of his classic works. The guy was crazy as it gets, but his horror universe was ooh, fascinating stuff.
0: It's become something of a pop culture icon now, Cthulhu, hasn't it? Oh,
2: totally has, totally has. It makes the entire mythos a little less scary when you see I, Cthulhu, Tokyo on t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> was, I, there's been some very yeah. odd ones. and the, I think it was the game Scribblenauts where you could summon Cthulhu, and that's, I think, where a lot of people learnt about it. And
2: uh, I believe it was the Shogoth in a, a game that preceded that one.
0: Yeah, it was too. Wasn't it? Which
2: is a creature made of eyes, tentacles, and mouths.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're taking that off you after this. We are. <laughs> I know you. I
0: know you are doing the. Um,
1: if I was a deep one.
0: The HP. It, for those who are wondering what we're going on about, the HP Lovecraft Historical Society is a group which makes turns modern day musicals and songs. Into songs about Cthulhu. They've done the entire Fiddler on the Roof and I believe Lawrence of Arabia replacing all of it with uh, H.P. Lovecraft content.
1: It's How could they do Lawrence of Arabia? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Oh I just saw goodness. it there. I wonder if they've just put screaming in underneath the music. I mean, that, that could be <laughs> it. Um, but um, one of my favourite topics to talk about, Cowboy Bebop.
1: Oh, uh, my God. John Cho is going to yes. be so... Good. Oh, my God.
0: I mean, my lordy. All right.
1: So, yeah. So, we have to talk about them separately because they can't exist in the same universe because they're both too awesome. But they're about to. Oh, Mm. my God. Seriously.
2: I I remember talking about this when I first met you, Kyle, Yeah. we were talking about um, like is being adapted into like live action. Oh, this must have been uh, ten, years 10 years ago. 10 years ago, at least, yeah. And we were saying Keanu Reeves for Spike.
0: Yeah, but he's a bit too old Sp- now. <laughs>
1: Starfish Shakir. Yeah, so if, if for those who oh don't know God, him, yes. I think he
0: played, what was it, Bushmaster, Bushmaster? In the second season of Luke Cage, and he is a phenomenal actor. He really oh, is. Oh, he must. can
2: bring drama to, he can bring drama to a villain role. It's fantastic. Yeah, they, I,
0: they did a really good job for casting the villain. In Luke Cage. I want to
1: know who's going to be cast as Ayn.
0: Yeah, well, it's well gonna who's it going to be? It's is a question c- of whether or not they decide to put a voice actor underneath it and give it like <gasps> a voice collar to give it a personality. Aww. It's going to
2: be one of the Queen's corgis. I know it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. Ed is the big question on everyone's lips because in the series, Ed is kind of non binary as far as the gender goes for like Very the first six episodes and then you meet. Ed's father and discover Ed is a girl.
2: It's, yeah, very, very androgynous and yeah. that sort of mm-hmm. added to sort of like the unearthliness of their character. It
0: really did.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: And I'm sure you're excited, Coco, but Akira?
1: Yes. All right, so I'm very... I don't know, I feel really precious about Akira because I read the manga over and over and over again so many mm. times and then I saw the film and then... Honestly, like I don't like. I just don't want them to mess it up. I don't. If if Taika Waititi is there, I don't think they will. But no, honestly, they won't with for
0: one simple reason, if he's there, he's a massive Akira fan. Has been trying to get involved with it ever since it was announced yeah. in like two thousand and eight. But
1: the only problem is, is that with these big Hollywood studios, they just see money. Yeah, all that's all they see. And with, with regards to the artistic uh, context behind it, like that's why I was thinking when you made that. Um, that announcement. Why not Hideaki Anno? Mm. Because Akira, like so many other post-war Japanese um, stories, is again an allegory of the bomb. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And that's what I, I don't see Americans understanding it because they haven't lived. You know that they they were peppered with bombs, but they didn't get a massively. You know, like well, they were nuked. Yeah. They weren't new. L- they they so, haven't had
0: something like that, which has left a lasting impact. Yeah. But, I mean, admittedly, it's, it's there's the cultural difference, there's the storytelling yeah. difference.
1: So look, I'm, I will, I will go see it. I just really, re- like, I don't know. I'm just really protective around. No, around it, I I, they have to do it right. If they, they don't, do. then well, I mean, the,
0: the good news is that at least Watiki, in the interview he did in 2018, he said he was not adapting the original film script, he was using yeah. the mangas directly to <sighs> adapt, and that it would take at least two films. So that's w- wonderful, which is the, the, the correct way to do it. Because the
1: manga is six books, and it took yeah. him 10 years mm. to create. So I feel like you know, minimum two films, maybe three.
0: Well, I'm under the impression that the uh, he's decided to do the first three books and then the second three books, um, mm-hmm. because the th- end of the third book, I, I, yeah, there's, a, a, bit of time a, look. there's passes, a bit of a time passes, yeah, because yeah. that's
1: the second, yeah,
0: S- sort of second act of it, yeah. Mm. But I'm sure we'll find out a lot more soon. Yeah. Um, well, we we hope we'll, we'll yeah. hopefully hear in the next 180 days if it's yeah, exactly.
1: I, I I am hoping that it will go well. I know that recently. Um, Hollywood studios have started to display more of a... That they'll understand what the context is behind a story and they'll sort of tr- start, try to stay true to that mm. rather than money. You yes, know, it's like.
2: them putting pride and passion into this sort of work. It reminds yeah. me a lot of how superhero movies started out. Nobody really took them seriously. They were campy and such, yeah. but then they've been taken more seriously. I wonder if anime movies are going through that kind of a renaissance as well.
0: I I really sincerely hope so, because there's some incredible stories that would translate very well into the two, two two-and-a-half-hour format. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we'll just have to wait and see. But let's not ham on about this too much, because, oh, my God. We've
1: got a lot to get through. Kawaii Fi Radio. That's a lot of anime. Oh, there's so many. Spring anime.
2: Spring is here, a suffering
0: is here, life is Skittles and life is beer, I think the loveliest time of the year is the spring, I do, don't you? Of course, of course you, you do.
1: do. I'm sorry, I just went into a kazoo. Um, yes, and I had to
0: mute your microphone. <laughs> yeah, a
1: bit of a frenzy, yeah, sorry. Just a bit of a
0: kazoo frenzy, <laughs> oh, jeez. Lay off it. I, I'm, I'm going to have to... I'm getting the hammer. I'm getting the hammer. These things are (laughs) a
2: terrifying investment, (laughs) Carl.
0: They absolutely are. Um, You can probably hear underneath us a lovely song called Poisoning the Pigeons. By by
1: an amazing man called Tom Lehrer.
0: Mm. And he's given everyone, he said, I don't care about copyright, please use it.
1: Thank you, Tom Lehrer. We We love love your work. He was a, what was he like? (laughs) Mathematician, Mathematician, I believe.
0: and he's got a whole album of just dark... There's
1: the masochism tango is another yeah. one. <laughs> yes. Um, there's another one that I can't think of right now.
0: He's from, what, the 1930s, 40s? I think this was recorded in the 40s. Yeah, I and, think. you know, it's... Yeah. This sort of statement during the... It's wonderful. See, it.
1: it's true. We haven't changed. Lack of propriety and quite a variety of unpleasant names, but it's not against
0: any religion to want to dispose of a pigeon.
1: God, I love so, him. <laughs> Sunday you'll see Why don't you come to me and we'll
0: poison <laughs> the, the pigeons, pigeons in, in the, the park? park. Alright,
1: enough with that. <laughs> we actually like pigeon Well, I like pigeons. Well, you, you like uh, all Avarian varieties,
0: yes. I believe. They go yeah, great with mustard. <laughs> Alright, so, spring anime season. There is a lot of anime. None of it is really, really standing out like we saw last season. There are a couple of notable ones to talk about, um, mm-hmm. but it's not like last season or well to be honest the July season which is looking bombastically big Mm. um, where you're going to see big names now we do have um, a lot of Short form animes this season. We have mm-hmm. a lot of new series. We've got returning series. We have films. We've
1: got a couple game adaptations a, a lot game. of
0: game adaptations. And
1: heaps about baseball. Is there something about baseball we don't understand?
0: Yes, because spring is the season of baseball.
2: Yes, of I actually looked this up myself. I uh, took a look at uh, the top 20 uh, baseball animes on uh, Anime List. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, AnimeList.com. We love your work. Yes, mm-hmm. we do. And yeah, I uh, discovered that the vast majority of animes based on baseball, say that five times fast, (laughs) uh, come out uh, at the start of the spring season and at the start of the autumn season. There are a few that come out in summer and winter, but the vast majority are Mm. centred for this time of year, the start of baseball season. And it is huge, huge in Japan. Oh, of course. like There's a whole history behind it.
0: Well, we will come back to baseball anime at the end of the episode. Um, But we should start with short form anime. And some of these are... Not for children, um, to put it bluntly. We'll start with Owchan Can't Study. It is... F- they is don't think it needs a rating. I'm saying it needs a 15+. plus
1: Because the alternate title for this, as I have decided, is The Return of Happisai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that... If you know, if you've watched
0: Ranma uh, Half um, or read it, you'll be aware of a tiny little old man called Hapasai who's a massive pervert. Yeah, he doesn't
1: care. He just wants panties. He wants to see (laughs) Mm -hmm. ladies as they were made and...
0: <laughs> well, anyway, um, the reason we're mentioning this is because when Al, the synopsis is when Al was in kindergarten, her she smiled ear to ear as she told her classmates how her father, a best-selling erotic author shows her name, A is in Apple, and O is in... oh. Um, and uh, he is a short, tiny man who behaves very much like Hapasai. And yeah.
2: looks practically like him. Yeah, like, I
0: think it yeah. is definitely a callback. So ten years later, that day still haunts her, and she studies with a single goal to get into university and away from her father.
1: She has no youth to waste.
0: No, no youth to waste, and no time for boys. And until her classmate Kojima confesses her love, his love, not her love,
1: King of the Normies, she calls him. King of the Normies. But he actually seems really normal. He does. I'm I'm unsure if
2: that King of the Normie thing is a translation error or something that has been put in by... It's been lost translation. Well,
0: me and Kenny were discussing this, and it's whether it is um, our West... adaptation going, oh, when we translate that, the nearest equivalent in our language Mm. is King of the Normies. Um, But uh, we've watched the first episode of it. Um, It's from a manga. It only runs for 12 minutes. Um, Don't know how many are going, but... I've got to be honest, it was kind of funny.
1: We got a confession, first episode. Yeah. Usually there's a lead up to it, you know? Yeah, there's not a lot normally of they don't months. confess. <laughs> yeah, normally that doesn't happen or they just come close to it. He out and out confessed, but like nothing, he like. Yeah, she has d- some damage. Her dad <laughs> just, has just, done... Just a bit. And he's yeah. um, the, the father is
0: interfering all throughout um, her life. So he ju- he's appearing outside of windows holding signs and stuff like that. A he part
2: of me wants to think that this is just a part of
0: our psychosis, that the dad isn't actually there, she's just hallucinating. Because she's so used to him impacting her life. Exactly. Mm, maybe, yeah. But we'll, we'll definitely keep our eyes out for this one. It airs on Saturdays at 2am in the morning in Japan. So um, we'll... Probably see that on Sundays or Saturday evenings on streaming services.
1: Airing at Saturday at two ten—that's a bit of a strange time. Yes. How many people in Japan do you think are night owls like this? Do you think that it that the the anime airing times mm. sort of cater to these people?
0: I'm not sure because if you have a look at the runtime for all and the the airing time for almost all. Of the shows we're going to be talking about they're very late at night yeah fascinating. And that, that has been a consistent thing with um japan's tv scheduling the anime normally that. airs right throughout the night um some air at like 2am 3am in the morning mm-hmm. um and these are I think even like last hero, last season, Shield Hero and Aurora were at ungodly hours. Mm. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean,
2: you know, a lot of the people who watch this are young folks like us or students. Yeah, they, they, still re- in they
0: record it and then watch it later. Ah,
2: uh, very good. Well, uh,
0: if we're to believe what all the people in mangas and anime say about watching their favorite anime late at night, they record it and watch it the next day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like that might be a bit of a, a connection. Fair enough. But uh, m- moving on from our Chan can't study. It's on Saturdays. Um, you'll probably get it Saturday night, Sunday morning. Mm. Mm. There is now something to do with amazing strangers.
1: Yeah, Cho Kado, girl, one out of six.
0: Yeah, so um, it's one sixth as in like one a sixth to one to sixth
1: scale? One, yeah, maybe. I, think, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, um, um, that was interesting. Uh, the synopsis for this is Buida Haruto, a hardcore otaku with no interest in real ladies, only appreciates, well, he, he used to only appreciate figurines from afar. Because he sort of figured that he started, if he started getting into them, then he would just fill his entire house with figurines. However, when Nona, a character he loved from an anime called Girls Planetary Investigation, has a figure released, he purchases it. He dives right in, and that night, the figure somehow comes to life.
0: I don't know how I feel about this one. Did he just wish really, really hard? It feels like it, doesn't it? <laughs> like, there's, there's the, it the episode starts with, I think, from her point of view? Yes,
1: it does. It's kind of like a Buzz Light Lightyear experience, yeah. Uh, f- like from t- Toy Story, you know how he um, came into Andy's bedroom and he's like, "Right, well, um, this is uncharted territory. Everything is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I am still, I'm actually Buzz Lightyear." Yeah, but.
2: she thinks she's still part of like a universe exploration thing. She yeah. has no idea
0: that she is made of plastic and doll joints. So, I mean, th- this yeah. is fortunately doesn't have an EKI tag attached to it. It's just comedy and signin. Um, it's got uh, the rating currently is not no rating. Um, we'd say probably PG just because there are a couple of questionable little bits in there. I don't know what to think of it but so far. Yeah,
2: I think it'll be more interesting when we see them sort of venturing out into the world and getting her impression of. A giant society to her yeah. yeah it
1: hasn't really captured me completely yet i'm sort of sitting on the fence with mm. it i think the next episode will be very make or break. telltale mm. but if the next episode isn't then definitely buy episode three yeah. three episode treatment oh no don't say that <laughs>
0: <laughs> um what i do want to note is that it's by a new I, I think they're a new studio called studio a cat um and that stands for artistic creative amusement team meow so, uh, yeah, I think they're just going to be about making comedies, which would be great. Cool. So this airs Saturdays at 11pm at night. Um, might be on uh, streaming services on Sunday for anyone that picks it up. Um, Isekai Quartet. Kenny, I think I'll let you handle uh, this one. It's uh, I- I'm, I'm quite excited, but it's mostly because of the what they've done.
2: Uh, yes, it's um, we've seen crossover animes a couple of times before. Studios like to do this sort of thing sometimes. Uh, but one day a mysterious button appears in different anime worlds. Upon pressing it, the characters of those anime worlds are all sent to an alternative dimension. Modern-day Japan. And now they're in school together.
0: Yes, there's a massive crossover with Konosubareshi, Overlord, ReZero, and Tanya the Evil. What are they or doing
1: in a classroom? Here's the thing.
0: All of those are isekai animes. So they've it's literally finally got to go back to their own world. So
2: they've isekai'd the isekai people yes. back to... Pan.
1: yes. Subaru doesn't look too enthused. And I was thinking, you should be happy. Con- considering, considering all everything that, that happens in ReZero. Yeah, you should be happier than this. Because you have been put through a mangle. Oh, yeah. Like, physically, emotionally, you should be wanting to leave. Mm-hmm. You should be happy that you have left. But where have they left to?
0: Yeah, well, um, it's done by Studio Puyukai. Um, I've never seen them before. It's a chippy format one. Um, I think these are guys are probably a smaller studio who kind of specialise in spin offs.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, the change of animation uh, makes all the different animes, as disparate as they look in their own universes, look kind of like they
0: fit together. Mm. Like they're but supposed to be there. The strangest thing is, it's all the original voice cast from all these animes. Mm.
1: They so. look like nendoroids.
0: Well, the, the girl that voices Megumin voices a character in each one of those series, so she's probably getting a lot of work. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And um, um,
2: I can't wait to see where the series goes. I want to see all the different sort of characters interacting with each other, like all the side characters. I want to see Aqua having a chat with a couple of the others
0: or something mm. like that. Well, the, the outro sequence had them singing together, like one of the mm-hmm. girls from each of the animes, which is going to be interesting. Um, Runtime goes for 12 minutes, airs on Wednesdays at half past midnight um th- i'm not sure be- and we, we've discussed this before because japan have a very different way of doing their time coding mm-hmm. um where midnight to one o'clock is still considered in this case wednesday so you get to 11 p.m wednesday 12 p.m wednesday 12:30 wednesday and when it hits one o'clock then it's thursday
2: okay trippy
0: yeah um which is really confused me i don't know if that's a translation error oh or did you
2: mean thursday Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. You, you can tell I haven't had enough caffeine. Um, airs, so that airs on Wednesdays, um, either the morning or night. Um, runs for 12 minutes. It's a good laugh. It is a pure comedy gag yeah. little series and I'm sure it's going to keep a lot of fans happy while we're waiting for new seasons of all four of those animes.
1: Yeah, check it out.
0: And then there's Joshi Kausai, which... This, this runs for three minutes.
1: This is strange.
0: I'll, I'll read the synopsis and try and explain this. Who needs dialogue when you're this cute? The beautiful but unlucky Momoko, the cool, collected Shibumi, and the refreshingly innocent. Innocent? Innocent. I'm Sean Shunnery. She's refreshingly, in, refreshingly innocent. Refreshingly innocent. Mayumi star in a silent manga. There's no speech or dialogue. Um, so there's just pictures, sound effects, and three high school girls living their daily life. Now, I'd like to make a point here. We thought, okay, so there's going to be no dialogue or grunts or groans or anything like that. There's only grunts and groans, there's no dialogue. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's
1: weird.
2: It's
0: very strange.
2: One episode of a three-minute short form is not enough to get a good first impression of this one, I think. Yeah,
0: I mean, we we don't know... uh, With a lot of these, especially this early in the season, we don't know how long most of them are going to run. I'd say most of the short form are going to run for around 12 episodes. That Mm. tends to be the typical output for those. Um, This one was adapted from a web manga. Um, It's rated PG-13, slice of life, comedy, high school experience, um, and it airs on Saturdays at 11.15pm.
1: All right, Nobunaga Sensei no Osanazuma, which is Nobi's Young Bride. This looks great. I think it looks great.
0: I, I, I have... Uh, A wheel to grind. (laughs) And I will get to that after you said the synopsis. Yes.
1: So middle school teacher Nobunaga has always dreamed of a game-like situation. This guy's about 30, by the way. Where he meets his future wife. All of a sudden, a girl appears out of thin air in front of him and proclaims herself as his wife. 14-year-old Kichu appears to have come from the Sengoku era and mistakes Nobunaga for the Nobunaga Order, who's a daimyo back way back in the day mm-hmm. thus begins the age difference love comedy
0: i I feel like they could do more with this than they did in that first seven minutes and while it was funny mm. it it reeks it absolutely reeks of someone's
1: personal yeah self
0: yeah. insert yeah. yeah I mean it the
2: the uh, young bride shows that she's not exactly a shrinking violet. She uh, mm-hmm. basically stands her ground against the main character. Says that uh, she won't believe him if he's like if she suspects that he's lying or something like that. Yeah, and
0: she doesn't want to believe that she's in the future. But obviously, they've never left the room that she's appeared in. Yes. yes. Well, they, they leave. They, they she appears in a storehouse and unconscious, and they bring her inside, and then that's all she's seen of the world. That room. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's PG. It's from a manga, um, done by Studio 7, who are also doing uh, Joshi Kausai and I think several other short forms this season which we aren't even talking about. Um, I don't know how Studio 7 has that much time, but I'm impressed.
2: <laughs> I'm intrigued to see where it goes. I will be interested to see how this girl from the past reacts to mm. a modern world. And um,
0: All, all I wanted you... someone to do was just to pull out a cell phone light in front of her and see her react.
2: Oh God, that
1: terrifying. Yes. Huh? and you know what? I think that this series has... A potentiality for mm. um, a hot springs episode. Oh, uh, uh,
0: hands down, this is having an episode six. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, no question asked. There, I'm surprised it wasn't an episode. Whether one.
1: that counts for or against it, we shall see. Mm-hmm. Would you call um, this?
2: Would you call this a reverse isekai?
0: Hmm. Kind of reverse historical.
2: Yeah, reverse all right.
0: historical. I'd say. Um, but it airs Saturdays at eleven twenty at the evening in Japan. Runs for about seven minutes. Um, this one. Senryu Shojo. Which is uh, Senryu Girl is the English translation of it. I love.
1: Yeah, it's adorable, isn't it? It is. So Yukishiro Nanako is a cute, cheerful high school girl. They all seem to be cute and cheerful. Oh, With one peculiar trait, instead of verbal communication, she writes Senryu, which is a type of haiku to communicate. Um, she has a friend, an ex-delinquent Busujima Eiji and they are the freshmen of the school's literature club. Even though Nanako doesn't talk with the power of Senryu, the pair has no problem enjoying their fun school life through the tune of 575 syllables.
0: I was particularly impressed by how quick-witted this has been. Mm. We've only uh, seen one episode, but really wow. well written, isn't it? Very well written.
2: The character's trait is that yeah. she only communicates in haikus, so one might suspect that this could get old quickly. Like, and
0: well, one might uh, suspect, this could be quite difficult. But they quickly, very quickly, prove that's not the case. Absolutely, they
1: seem to build on it. Mm. Like they build on um, each previous haiku with another haiku. Uh, I still hands
0: down couldn't believe when they were doing haikus. It's like, write a haiku about spring. And it's like, oh, okay. And the guy writes one about spring and then she literally writes the club president's bust and waist figures as a haiku. And it's <laughs> just like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you fit exactly to the 575 yes. format?
2: Yes, uh, she seems to be as socially awkward as, um,
1: as it gets. As agey. It's so sweet, mm. their friendship. It Everyone's is. so scared of him, and he's not actually scary. He's just lovely. He's just got but a creepy face. Yeah, he does.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm really looking forward to see where this goes. It's from A Four Coma, which is, um, for those who don't know what A Four Coma is, it is a four panel manga mm. where events play out within those four panels, and that's a self contained story. So, this, much like, uh, which is what k-on was originally as well. So, just because it's a Four Coma doesn't mean it can't be a good series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's expect a lot of gags, a lot of silly moments because every single four coma ends with a gag or silly moment the in the fourth panel. Um, and expect it to make you laugh a lot. It is mm-hmm. slice of life, comedy school shonen. There is no um, rating on it, so good for all ages. And it runs for about 12 minutes on Saturdays at 2 a.m. in the morning.
1: <laughs> Yay, 2 a.m.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Let's so. talk about one of the stranger short forms. Yeah, because I didn't learn anything from that first episode. Neither, either. All. I'm,
1: I'm still out at sea.
0: yatohame chans observation diary, or Yatohama-chan
1: kan. chan kansats Nikki. Thank you.
0: Um, Slice life comedy school shown in three minute run. Also from a four coma. No rating required. Kaito Jin is a second year high school student who moved to Aichi from Tokyo. He meets Monaka Yatogami, who has a heavy Nagoya dialect. And he learns about Nagoya through joining the photography club. You know, I didn't learn anything in that first episode.
2: Yeah, I feel like this is another instance of Japan trying to do me an educate, like yeah. they did last season with uh, Dimension High School. Mm. I feel like it's kind of culturally specific. Yeah.
1: I learnt that I need to... To learn to speak Japanese to understand the jokes in this, it's mm-hmm. like having a joke between um, you know Southern American accents and Northern American, or like Eastern states Australian versus Western states. Yeah, yeah, it feels south like or f- south or north French, you know. Yeah, it
2: feels like there's in jokes within in jokes. It's
0: I yeah. think it's Japan very really do enjoy making puns, which don't translate very well on our end. Mm. So translators often try and find alternative puns which would work, which th- they very rarely hit the mark, but sometimes do manage it. Um, that's airing on Thursdays at uh, seven fifty three which is 7.53pm, ah. which is okay. surprisingly not that late for comparative to some of the others.
1: That's prime time. It, well, well it's prime time, prime time for three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Considering
2: it runs for three minutes, that
0: could comfortably fit between two programs. Exactly. But um, we think it's about time we go and talk about what's heading to the big screen.
2: Kauai Fire Radio.
0: Yes, it's time to talk about all the movies coming out in Japan. Mm, and uh, They
1: look wonderful. There's oh.
0: a lot of interesting ones coming out this year.
1: Absolutely. Um, the first one we looked up was one called Hakubo, which means Twilight.
0: Which is also the name of the studio. Oh, the Twilight Studio. A coincidence? I, I think not. <laughs> is, this
1: their,
2: is this one of their first pieces of work? Yes, it is. It,
1: um, it follows youths living in the now and present in Iwaki, Fukushima Prefecture, after the Tohoku earthquake and tsunami of March the eleventh, two thousand eleven.
0: So that's after the Fukushima plant uh, got shut down and they evacuated everyone.
1: See, there's so much of Japan in Japanese stories about survival. Mm. and and, pr- and, and ha- how things change after something like this. Yeah, that's heavy.
0: That's yeah. yeah. But uh, apparently it's quite well written. It's a drama. It's not listed as a comedy or a suspense or anything like that and y- you would expect considering the subject matter.
1: It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is animated so beautifully from what I can see. The beautiful... Obviously, I'm using that word too much. There's this lovely sound of the violin throughout because one of the mm. main characters um, is carrying one on her back. And just the way that it, it was presented in the trailer, the way it was shot, the way it was framed up, just seemed to imply significance. Mm. Like, there, there was nothing... You know, it was just beautiful. Uh, I
0: think we'll have to look into this and see if, like, potentially the writers in the studio were from the, pr- the same prefecture um, where they've experienced that, that, you know, concern and danger. A uh, great
2: amount of love good. has gone into this thing. Mm-hmm. I can tell just from looking mm-hmm. at the pictures, the post of the trailer. It's... Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's very reminiscent production quality-wise of uh, Your Name from memory. Exactly, yes. So I think there'll be a lot to enjoy in it. It's just a question of whether it translates well to um, us, obviously, in the West. Um, Also, Hibiki Euphonium Movie 3, which is... Chikai no final. It's not Chika chica, unfortunately. <laughs> That's um, all I'm going to see from oh no. now on. So She's she, ruined me. She no, that would be a crossover. A crossover to be reckoned with. So um, if you haven't watched Her big Euphonium, it's a series about a brass band, uh, big sort of like big band um, in a school and about them going into competitions and trying to go to the nationals and win to be the best brass group uh, I keep saying brass because they're, but they're a full orchestra Mm -hmm. um, to be the best in the country.
2: And all the stress and drama that accompanies it therein.
0: Mm -hmm. And especially the, the interactions between obviously the different students. So you've got the students who are in their final year and want, feel like they should get preferential treatment. You've got the young students who, some of them are better musicians than the elderly
1: Mm. elderly, better than the
0: senpais. senpais. Um, And, you know, there's a lot that um, is kind of hinted underneath within the interactions between. Um, a lot of the characters but um, we haven't watched the first or second movie which I'm not sure if they are recaps I looked into
2: it yes the first one and two are indeed recaps recaps, okay
0: so this is um, either going to be the big finale or it is going to be um, something that leads on to the final season Mm -hmm. Um, it is from a light novel the adaptation and uh, that's going to start hitting cinemas in Japan on April 19th um, should also mention that Hakubo, a.k.a. Okay, Twilight, um, airs in Japan on May 24th in their cinemas. Mm, oh, yes.
1: And for anyone who's also been in a band or been in an orchestra, you'll probably notice that the instruments have been animated very well and, you know... It, it's the, very accurate. The brass is shiny. It's, um, shiny. Oh, I was... I used to play trombone. Yeah. Um. Full disclosure, mm. and I just love the way that it looks. It's just so colourful. It's just mm-hmm. yeah. It's wonderful.
2: It's got to uh, feel familiar to you, then.
1: Yeah, does yeah. in a way.
2: All right. Um. Moving on to Kaiju no Kodomo, or Children of the Sea. Um. The synopsis mm. is for is very uh, flowery kind of language. Mm. So yeah. Uh, One summer vacation, Ruka meets two boys, Umi and Sora, whose upbringing contains strange and wonderful secrets.
0: Wow, that's... uh... Uh,
2: Drawn to their swimming, Ruka and the adults who know them are intertwined in a complex mesh. Meanwhile, an unexplained anomaly is occurring all over the world. Fish are disappearing. Thus begins a marine adventure of boys and girls to captivate their senses.
0: Are we going space fishing?
2: I would... Oh, don't go there. (laughs) I doubt it.
1: That was a weird amina. Very weird. There was... Some beautiful focused in shots of the whale mm. and of its eye, which I thought was gorgeous.
2: Uh, yes, well, the studio who did this is responsible for
0: um, Steam Boy, if you guys mm-hmm. remember that one. Yeah, they, they also did I the Animatrix, uh, yes. which is like... The, which,
1: which episodes from the uh, Animatrix? I, I don't
0: know. Uh, they don't list it. Um, they also did Spriggan and Detroit Metal City, mm. which is quite a... Diverse range of stuff. Yeah.
2: I feel like this one is going to be uh, kind of like a girl who let through time kind of experience. It's yeah, very much that kind of a look. And I think it's going to have a very strong kind of um, environmental message underneath. Yeah, I think quite I'm.
0: possibly. It is um, adapted from a manga and uh, that airs in Japan starting June 7th. Uh, Kimito Nami ni Noritagara. I said that wrong. It's noritara, noritara. It's because you're the expert and I'm I am not. not a cunning linguist. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it translates as Ride Your Wave. It's PG-13, comedy, drama, romance, fantasy. It's by Science Saru Studio. They did Nighty Short Walk-On Girl and Devilman Crybaby. Um, and this is a story which centres around a relationship between Hinako, who has moved to a coastal town upon entering university, and Minato, a young firefighter with a strong sense of justice. Hinako loves surfing, and while fearless on the sea, she's still uncertain about her future. Following a fire mishap in the town, the two encounter each other. As they spend more time surfing together, Hinako feels drawn to Minato, who dedicates himself to helping others.
1: So this synopsis is a bit different from what I saw yeah. in the preview. The yeah. preview seemed to tell, a oh, everything's very happy. Oh, it's all story. sad. Yeah. No, it's not so sad anymore. So it's...
0: This had people disappearing in water and reappearing and stuff. Yeah, it was, it's very. I mean, let's be honest. Night is Short Walk on Girl is a very strange film. This is going to be a very strange film. But
1: it looks like there's there's a decent plot to hold the oh, strangeness together.
0: I mean, well, that's the same as I say with Night is Short. The intrigue.
2: Mm-hmm. I think the uh, strangeness and the unusual imagery will be metaphorical in a way. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's what it's going for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think we do need to talk about another anime. Film, which is an adaptation from a series. And uh, this is by the guys from Wit Studios. Um, You might have heard of them. They've done, you know, Attack on Titan.
2: Little things like that, yes. And then in between that, what did they do? Cabinet of the Iron Fortress. Yeah. If you guys saw that series, it's the same kind of bang, action packedness, and despair of Attack on Titan. Very fast moving. Mm. Steampunk
0: zombie survival in. I don't know, the fifteen, sixteen hundreds.
2: 1600s? On a train. On a train. On a big ironclad train with <laughs> tank
0: cannons. It's... I, I, I don't know mm. where this came from, but my lord, is it good. It's pretty oh, it's good. Mm. Fun and crazy. Yeah,
1: and yeah. still looks... Angry yeah. and hectic. Well, he's a studio-wit character, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the He film, has zero chill.
0: The film is called The Battle of Unato and it's the first non-recap film of the series. So there's been two other films um, and they are, once again, recap films covering the, the first part. Um, this one is set after the end of the season, which aired in 2016, about, I think it's half a year after the anime ends. Oh. And it actually focuses on the character Mumai, which is the girl, Um And the official website for the anime lists the film as being the middle volume of the whole saga. And it's only going to be in cinemas for a limited two-week run. We don't know much about the plot. We haven't got a proper synopsis. um, But that's uh, going to be in cinemas May 10th. So uh, if it gets a Western release, um, I'm sure we'll let you
1: know. Indeed. Mm. Wonderful. We're looking forward to the next one, aren't we? Oh, Lupin the Third. Mine Fujiko no So. Mine, which translates to Fujiko Mine's lie. Now, there wasn't much information on this till literally yesterday. Yes, that's true. So I am yeah, very, very happy to bring you the synopsis. The story follows Lupin loop in Femme Fatale, Fujiko Mine, who has run away with Geni, a boy who holds the proverbial key to $500 million that his father embezzled from a company. They're pursued by BinCam. Yeah. <laughs> An assassin who can manipulate people's hearts.
0: Which just sounds so weird. Now, if if any of you have seen uh, I believe you guys have seen the trailer for this. Yes. yes. I don't think uh it didn't b- bin really cam has anything much. to do with hearts unless it's manipulating whether they stop beating or not. Yeah. With a bullet. With a bullet or sharp fingernails. Um beautiful. And we're saying that about all these films, but yes. this is the animation of this, when you've watched Normal Lupin, and it's already of a quite a high level and you watch this the bump in animation quality is just jaw dropping it's mm-hmm. pretty good especially when it comes to the colours that they do for people's hair and you know if they've got anything where there's a colour transition it's they just bump it up to mm. another level th- this is the third of a series of films set in the Lupin universe focus on all the char- side characters of Lupin um, we've already had uh, Domon and um, the Samurai it, Yeah, we, we've had the Samurai and we've had the Gunman and now we've got Fujiko oh. <laughs> sorry about that ladies well, and gents <laughs>
1: Working our way around
0: it. Working our way around I just want to see Zenigata, the cop, get one as well.
1: Zenigata, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. He's one of my favorites.
0: So that's going to be, uh, well, action adventure, comedy, drama sign in. Uh, going to be, obviously, from a manga origin story. Uh, May 31st in cinemas. So next up is something by Studio Trigger. Uh,
2: th- that would be Primary. Mm. This is an original anime of Imaishi Hiroyuki and Nakashima Kazuki. Famous for Gurenlagen and Kill the Kill. Those little known yeah, animes. It's yeah. just,
0: just little known. Uh,
2: the title was revealed by Studio Trigger at an anime expo just recently. Uh, this follows uh, Gallo, a fresh recruit who uses mechas named Maototech.
0: It's about all we know, and uh, I I think uh, our lead guy Gallo looks very similar to a certain other protagonist from a certain other anime just they may <laughs> have worked on at Trigger.
1: Similarly, just, yeah, just a and you bit. know what I also noticed? It's hectic. Oh yeah. There's so much going on. It's fast paced. There are robots. There are people. They're yelling. They're having fun. It's, it's so smashed, colourful. Bang, crash. If, if
0: anime characters were real life actors, this is literally the next job Kamina did. After <laughs> Grindlagen, he's like, yeah, after he I don't think I will go want to do. I've signed off. I've done my part in there, and uh, this is the new one. Yes, yes. I watched oh. the uh,
2: I watched shorts and trailers for this on YouTube, and you know I was blown away by its style. It's a very very unique thing. It's you know, mm. ubiquitous of um, Kill the Killer and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like very much that, and then suddenly. Hang on a second. That's Kamina. And you look in the Kamina. comment. I look
0: in the comments and everyone's going,
2: That's Kamina. Yes. Every single practically comment was just, just saying, Oh, what the hell is Aniki doing here? Why is Kamina here? Did
0: so he die? It, it is an original story. Um not very original clearly.
1: <laughs> um, we'll see, I guess. It um, as on May twenty fourth, twenty nineteen, and um love to hear what everyone thinks. Did Kamina get Isakai?
0: I think he might have, yeah. Um Tagatame no Alchemist Now
1: This is action adventure magic From a fantasy.
0: game And I don't believe it's a like a big AAA blockbuster or anything like that I believe it's another mobile game adaptation. <laughs> A mobile game There's a lot this season, brace yourself
1: I love our time. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. So, the synopsis of this is that the Tower of Babel looms large over seven nations. After the invention of alchemy led to its use as a tool of war that brought humanity to the brink of extinction, the seven nations struck an an uneasy peace that led to a prohibition on alchemy for hundreds of years. And that's still going on. In year nine eleven. That's a bit concerning. Uh, The the nation of Lustris broke the pact by assembling an army bolstered by alchemy with plans to conquer the continent, led by Envilia.
0: I don't know who Envilia is. Who is a
1: person, I think. The Six Nations struck down the rogue nation, casting alchemy once again to darkness. 20 years after the war, alchemy rises its head again.
0: Now, I have a thought about this. It could be good, because it's a very interesting plot story. Yes. However, the use of 9-11, uh, as in 9 9/11, 911th year, feels a bit too much like they're trying to compare what happens at the Tower of Babel, which I'm suspecting is going to get knocked down, mm. to the yeah. said events in the United States on the same day. I don't
2: want to draw that conclusion just yet. It could just be a terrible coincidence.
0: I really hope it is. I guess we'll that's see. Um, if look, it, you you can ignore some numbers uh, if you're not from the United States because it probably wouldn't have affected you. But if you're a, a, one of our listeners in the US, this this might be a bit close to home for you. <laughs> yes.
1: Mm. So just watch out for that one. Um, as on June the fourteenth, two thousand nineteen. So you've oh, got mm. some time. Oops. Um, and yeah, that game Origin.
0: It's a it's a bit of a. Question. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, we, we have seen some good game adaptations, but I find they're few and far between.
2: And I mean, if you just uh, just take a look at the trailer, it looks like it's going to be some action packed fun. It looks like mm. I don't know magical steampunk sword art online with giant magical robots.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so I dig it. it I, I dig it. It's pretty intense. We'll see. Now, Rascal does not dream of dreaming girl. Now, I came across the series that this is from, which is Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl. Um, About a week and a half ago. I haven't watched any of it yet, but it looks pretty funny. It looks like your classic Hmm. sort of high school comedy romance, uh, bordering on harem. I'm I'm not sure because I haven't watched it yet. Featuring a bunny girl. Yeah, it's (laughs) all right. (laughs) My. Sakurajima is a third-year high school student who gained fame in her youth as a child actress, but recently halted her career for unknown reasons to the public. With an air of unapproachability, she is well-known throughout the school, but none dare interact with her. That is until our main protagonist, Sakuta, sees her wandering the library in a bunny girl outfit. Despite the get-up, no one seems to notice her, and after confronting her, he realizes that she is another victim of something they've dubbed puberty syndrome. Is this I don't know. Um, mm. As Sakuta tries to help Mai through her predicament, his actions bring him into contact with more girls afflicted with the elusive disease. Now the now that I've heard you say Chinubyo, I'm suddenly feeling after seeing everything that this is definitely Chinubyo. Mm. Um, which is puberty, puberty syndrome, sixth grade syndrome. It's... Mm, it's... People it's use it in different ways to explain yeah. it because there's no official term for it. Um, but it does definitely have that sort of vibe to it. Um, so, this is the movie which is set after um, the end of that series. Um, so, do you which follows we'll on.
1: watch the series before you see the Oh, film? yeah, definitely. Okay.
0: So, there was, I think there's something like 16 light novels of it. Um, light novels one to five are covered in the season. This covers volume six and seven in a single outing. So that's in cinemas June 15 this year. Um, PG-13, uh, done by Cloverworks. I, I, animation's quite beautiful, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm quite hopeful for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it does look good. Um, I just hope that the storyline is going to carry it as well. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, it's time for the big one.
1: Hawaii Fire Radio.
0: Well, it's time to delve into the deluge, the massive pond that is the new series this season. Hmm. There are a lot.
1: There are, and uh, Carol and Tuesday is our first. It's a sci-fi music drum And not only
0: is it the first on the list, it's a standout. Oh, it's
1: by, oh, yes. well, maybe not because it's by Bones, but Bones well, Studio is definitely awesome.
0: Bones can do a lot of good stuff. They can also do a lot of questionable stuff, but they yes. can do a lot of good stuff.
1: So, 50 years have passed since mankind began migrating to the new frontier, Mars. It's an age where AI produces most culture and people are content to be passive consumers. But two girls who want to make music meet by chance. Mm. So They
0: have musicians on board for this, like professional musicians. Mm. Um, That's wonderful. It's a completely original story, 24 episodes, and it's beautiful. I've... Yeah, Be I I am I'm going to keep d- saying it. It's my word today. <laughs> d- I'm sticking with it. I
1: think it's everyone's word today. Mm. It does look okay. Um, okay? Oh. I mean, I... You wound me. I'm c- c- excited for this. I couldn't make out much besides the visuals. I felt mm. like the fact that they're on Mars is very, very interesting, but it sort of focused in very quickly on the two characters mm. in the trailer. Um, so, I, I mean, like, I, I'm interested in it. Mm. Um, I want to see more.
0: Well, we, we haven't had a chance to watch the first episode yet. I'm not even no. sure if it's dropped.
2: It was the music in the trailer which really drew me and This mm. sounds like it has some great talent behind it, some great heart put into it. Th- there's and
0: actually a lot of behind-the-scenes videos that they're posting on their Twitter of showing the cast creating and recording all the music for it. Yeah, I cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. I
2: expect that this series will breed a lot more YouTube videos like the ones we... Um, showed off in our last, uh, in our yeah, last production. Yeah, w- with a lot of the, the yeah, rig- lot of people doing covers. their covers I expect music. so many yeah. covers from something like this. So I'm excited for it and I really hope it does well. Th- that's
0: airing on Thursdays. Um, just, uh, I-, I think this is Thursday night.
1: At Five minutes to one in the morning.
0: Yeah. It, hooray Japan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're pretty sure, it's pretty, Thursday, pretty sure it's Thursday night. But be aware yeah. of what we just, of what we said earlier. With the time difference, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Demon Slaying. This one I'm Whoa.
1: liking so far. We have mm. watched the first episode. It's de- Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. Mm. Um, and no, its origin was in the manga. Yeah,
0: now this is, is very shonen. So it's genre as listed, action, history, demons, supernatural. And the studio that does it is UFO Table, which I hadn't heard of, but we've all probably seen something they've done. Because they did the Fate Zero series. Oh, they did well. God Eater, Tales of Symphonia, and many of the Tales series. Um, and Katsugeki Token Ranbu, which was the one about the God Swords. Um, like, li- mm-hmm. literally, yeah. Anthropomorphized Swords. Yes, that like were time yes. Time yes, I recall that yeah. one. Yes. Um, that
1: I thought was pretty cool. It's, it's popped up
0: quite a bit. So, the, the whole deal with this, it's if, if you've watched, let's, let's be honest, if you've seen Naruto, if you've seen pretty much any shonen anime from the past decade you're going to feel very at home in this intro Mm. Um, since ancient times there have been rumors of man-eating demons lurking in the woods local townsfolk never venture outside at night and legend says a demon slayer roams the night hunting down these
1: bloodthirsty demons
0: for young tanjiro these rumors will soon become his
1: harsh reality such (laughs) a beautifully animated show so well done. Movement. So the yes. animation of the
0: movement when they're running is phenomenal. And it is, it is just... Oh, and wow. I
1: love the way that they speak with each other as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also... Uh, I, I have to go on about the snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know everyone's just like, it's just some, you know, white pixels. Uh, nah, it was beautiful. It
2: looked soft. And this one, this one is hotly anticipated everywhere. It's widely ad- advertised. I think... It's this season's golden child for anime. It's mm.
0: yeah. It, it's this season's Shield Hero.
2: Yes, it's this yeah, one yeah. is. G- I'm sure it's bound to mm. impress.
0: But the opening is done by pretty m- yeah. A- as I mentioned before, my favourite Japanese singer Lisa. It's epic. Yeah, it makes Lisa. sense. <laughs> so go figure.
2: And moving right along now to Fairy Gone.
0: Yes. I've had
2: my eyes on this since I just saw a piece of post art for it, and ooh. Uh, It's style just
0: gets me. It's very cool looking.
2: Uh, The story takes place in a world where fairies possess and dwell in animals, giving them mysterious abilities. By removing the organs of a possessed animal and transplanting them into humans, fairies can be summoned as an alter ego and used as a weapon. Mm. Um, Such individuals who use fairies as war tools were called fairy soldiers. Uh, Once the war war was over and they had completed their roles, the soldiers lost their purpose, some beginning to work for the government, some joining the mafia, and some even became terrorists, and each chose their own way to live. Nine years have passed since the war. Maria is a new recruit of Dorothea, an organisation which investigates and suppresses fairy-related crimes.
0: Which, immediately you think this is going to be Magical Girl. It is not.
1: Oh, and it's so good
0: that it's not. It is not.
1: Oh,
2: it's probably one of the most terrifying renditions of fairies I've ever seen.
0: It feels like it's... If, if you've watched um, Forgotten... Uh, Prom- sorry, Promised Netherland um, last season, it's very similar stylistically.
1: And the fairies oh. are kind of similar as well to the Shinigami from Death Note.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes, actually. Well, a bit of both, I'd actually say. It's yeah. They have a very, very horror movie kind of a style to them. And I was a little reminded of um, Helsing.
0: Actually, yeah, it does have quite that Helsing vibe to it, doesn't it, in some points?
2: Yes, uh, the battle animation just the insane kind of bloodthirst of the uh, like fight scenes and um there's, yes
0: there's a very good soundtrack for this as well and very good audio design as oh, well yes because you both musically and like you know sound effect wise because it's very clear it's very precise everything feels like there's been a lot of thought put into where it places it
2: and i love the world that this is set in it's like a cold, dark, post-kind of World War One-ish mm. kind of environment.
0: There's a good use of like contrasting lighting as well, and I think um, you and I were saying it's kind of like a dark version of Bacano, as far as the you know style is concerned.
2: Yes, I uh, found it sort of visually similar to that one. I know you guys haven't watched it yet, and mm. I will get you to. Yes. But. Um,
0: Definitely, yes. a, definitely an option for a never-seen episode. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm i really hoping this one goes well. And oof, can't wait to
1: see more. Mm-hmm. Airs on Mondays, Ooh. Tuesdays, Sundays, at midnight. <laughs> Mondays at midnight. <laughs> we'll assume <laughs> that's
0: Monday midnight. Yes. Um, but, so, this oh, one. Now, you're very excited about this yes, And you haven't I've, even seen the original.
1: I've been wanting to watch the original for a long time, ever Ooh. since I heard about the premise... This is Fruits Basket and it is wonderful. Hang on I
0: love it. I think I've heard of that anime before. Just maybe, just maybe.
1: Yeah, when did the original air? Um, a while Fruits ago,
0: Basket it? originally aired um, from 2001. The manga didn't finish till 2006. So like, like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, this is apparently aimed at retelling the whole story instead of having to come up with an ending like they did with the original mm. Full Metal
1: Alchemist. Ah. I love how... Alright, so she's living in a tent and she's all good with it she's independent i mean obviously she can't stay like that no forever. obviously so very thankfully she's taken in and just the looks on their faces when she, when they transform because she's
0: we, we will post one of these on our Facebook page. Oh this my this glorious gosh. look I, of awkwardness. Oh, my
1: gosh. And I just want to know if the cat will go around with a spray bottle marking his <laughs> his areas, <laughs> like Very on Red Dwarf. <laughs> oh, I want God. to know what the rooster's like, of course, as well.
0: So for, for those who um, haven't watched Fruits Basket, the original, or haven't heard of it in passing, it's, um, it's a story that involves the Chinese zodiac, and it's after a family tragedy turns her life upside down, 16-year-old high schooler, Toru Honda, takes matters into her own hands and moves out into a tent. Um, Unfortunately for her, she pitches her new home on private land, belonging to the mysterious Soma clan, and it isn't long before the owners discover her. But, as Tura quickly finds out, when the family offers to take her in, the Somas have a secret of their own. When hugged by the opposite sex, they turn into animals of the Chinese Zodiac. Now, it sounds like a very strange premise, but the original 2001 adaptation won uh, Animag's Anime Grand Prix Award and That's saying a lot because that wasn't even with all the content available to them. Wow. And it's now a new studio producing this, which is being done through TMS Entertainment. The original was done by Studio Dean. So, Mm. you know, plenty of, uh, we know both of them are good quality. Um, We don't know how many we're going to get.
1: So far, it's my favorite. I hope we get so many. Mm. Well,
0: there will be at least 24 episodes. Mm-hmm. and um, they're going to run for 23 minutes each um, on Saturdays at 1.23
1: in the morning. So we know it's a Saturday. No. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, we do. It's yes. definitely Saturday morning. <laughs> uh,
2: this one actually kind of raised a ponderous thought of mine, is should we be excited at the prospect of older content being remade? I mean, that's sort yeah. of a... Uh,
0: I mean, we see it with films a lot these days, with reboots of We see it an series. awful lot these days, and
2: some people are a bit uh, fatigued by the idea of just everything being remade of no kind of original content in Mm -hmm. that respect. Mm. But I mean, obviously there is plenty of original content this season, but... What do people think of the idea of like old classics being redone, given well, a new look of shiny, it, shiny I paint? I think
0: it depends on the series. Like, if you tried to re- ma- redo Cowboy Bieber right now, I'd shoot you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like TV show you. in a different format, sure, but this. I'd hand you the gun. Yeah. Like, but in this case, Fruit's Basket was uh, literally a seminal anime that set a, uh, you know, a precedence for animation quality, sound, everything. And then. They couldn't finish it the way the writer wanted to and they've had to compromise, much like we saw with um, For Mental Alchemist as a prime example and, uh, and Helsing Exactly, as well. yes. Um, and because of that, I'm really excited to see what they do with it because we'll get to see the full story. And it's not a case because the, the manga's finished, or at least it's meant to be, because when they've announced the new series, they've announced they're doing a quick short run of stories explaining some of the character's background. So That's pretty cool. We could see those feature in episodes. We definitely
2: could. That would be be interesting. Uh, Next up we have Gunjo no Magmel, or Magmel of the Blue Sea. One day Mm. in the middle of the Pacific Ocean... Why am I getting all the ocean ones? (laughs) Why don't you ever answer me, Ocean? Ocean man! (laughs) (laughs) Ocean man! one day in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, a new continent appears out of nowhere. The continent is home to new and mysterious plants, creatures, monsters, and minerals. Humanity is excited as the age
0: of exploration has returned. I'm just seeing, like, pirate ships in my mind. I know that's, it's not like that, but... Like, but
1: the, pe- the, the person that they're, they're focusing in on in the trailer is just OP. And yeah. he didn't have to do that to the dodo. <laughs> you yeah. didn't. Um, of,
0: of course you care about the bird and none of the other animals he butchers. Oh well, yeah, them <laughs> too. But that was the um, first this, th- There's something worth noting. This is a manhwa. Um, not a manga. It's a Chinese comic. Oh. A manhao? A manhao. Um, it's being animated by Pero Plus. We don't know how many episodes it's going to go for, but based on how recently it started and it being a monthly manga, it's probably only going to be about 12 episodes. And
2: from what we've seen of it, it basically looks like, it's Shonen as all hell. Mm-hmm.
0: Did anyone
1: get Sonya Blade vibes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, I, 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 I don't think it's, I don't think this is going to be one for me this season. But we'll give it a shot yeah. and see how it turns out.
1: But that was the idea I got it fr- from yeah. it as well. I,
0: it just feels a little bit too generic. There's not too. There, there's not enough information. And I mean, let's be honest. If we're going to talk about a new continent appearing in the middle of the ocean, we've got Maiden the Abyss. We've got so many other animes mm-hmm. that already do that. So. Mm-hmm. Why go back to that? Um, I want to talk about Hotobarachi no Marumaru Seikatsu.
1: Hitoribachi.
0: Just steal my thunder there, Kiko. Sorry. How <laughs> dare you? All right. Hitori Bochi's lifestyle. I'll inglaze yes. it. Um, <laughs> this is a slice of life comedy school shonen four-coma manga um, It's done by C2C Studio, who did Harakuna Receive about, uh, I think about six months ago. That was the Okinawa um, volleyball one, which was very beautifully animated, but had very little content. Um, And one of my most despised animes, because of how stupidly long the title is, World End. AKA, what are you doing when the world ends? Are you you busy? Will you save us? Are you here?
1: We tried that, didn't we? I
0: refuse. Like I'm sorry, if you make a title that long, you deserve to be I don't think ignored.
1: we even got through the first episode. It was just too cliche. Just a bit, I mean, I, I've, read, I've
0: read the reviews online and people say that you don't go into it looking for an action series. You go into it looking for a series which looks at, you know, a big overarching story, trying to approach it from a different angle. Mm-hmm. Um, the way it was promoted didn't give you any, uh, you know, suggestion that that was the way to approach it. Yeah. That, that would be like s- telling someone... It'd be like showing Cowboy Bebop and doing a trailer for it which just shows Jet cooking. With iron. <laughs> with iron. That, that'd be it. you get <laughs> completely the wrong idea about the anime going into it. But this yes. one anyway um, is... Uh, uh, I quite liked it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that first episode. Um, it's essentially about a girl with anxiety. So Hitori Bocci suffers from extreme social anxiety. She's not good at talking to people, is surprisingly adept at avoiding people, and she will vomit when exposed to extreme tension. Now she is entering middle school and her only friend, yawara Kai, is attending a different school. This leaves Bocci alone, surrounded by new classmates with whom she must make friends before Kai will talk to her again. Dog act. Dog act. So uh, I'm redubbing this as Best Friend Abandoned Socially Anxious Girl.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like at the same time, I'm thinking like, uh, obviously, her reasoning um, is is the gone into is a bit, sound. but the thing is, like at that age, like oh, yeah. who is that mature to make that sort of informed emotional decision? The writer, like, that's and it. I, I was just thinking, <laughs> when I was that age, I just feel bad. Oh yeah, it's like th- this. This is an unachievable level of maturity <laughs> but I do feel that that way about a lot yeah. of <laughs> kind of characters.
2: tossing her into well, the deep end
0: th- this one's likely 12 episodes as well based, considering it's based on 4 coma. 23 minute runtime, of course and Saturdays at 2.25am in the morning um, I'm
2: not so sure I'm taken with it mm. it's I feel like um, we mentioned um, Senrio Shojo the girl who speaks in mm-hmm. haikus earlier that one I feel there is a lot of variety to her even though it's just the one kind of personality trait mm-hmm. it's the one joke to her character this one i'm concerned it'll get a little repetitive yeah
0: no i'd be fair um <laughs> i think we need to talk about i'm from japan
1: yeah uh, so the synopsis of this one is that there's a new tough guy transfer student in tokyo his name is tokyo and he's raring to see how scrappy the locals are in tokyo I think so. Oh. But when he comes face to face with a Japan-obsessed red-haired kid that won't leave him alone until he tells him exactly what prefecture he's from, his life takes a turn for the crazy. This kid isn't just Japan-obsessed. He's developed a martial art based on all the different prefectures in the country. So he has a lot of spare time. Yeah, Why does... what? You I know, immediately
0: got Ranma one half fives from this. That's yeah. twice this season, and that's—I don't know if that's a good thing. Well, <laughs>
1: Ranma <laughs> half is great. Like it is living up to it is not something everyone can do. No. I mean the
2: animation style is like—I mean you've mentioned Ranma, but I think it differs from that crazily.
0: It's like oh, it nothing does. I've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. But here's here's my big concern with this one. The studio who does it is called Odd Job. I've had a look at their back catalogue. It's there's not much and nothing good. Oh dear. Mm. So do we
1: know what the no good ones are? Have we got
0: no, they are like they're bordering on crayon shin chan, ah, okay. which yeah. has me very concerned for how the animation budget will hold up for this one or whether they'll have to step into Neon Genesis territory for the last three episodes and just do, you know, very strange, mm. you know, pictures on screen. Um, it's Slice of Life Comedy Shonen. It's going to be martial arts. It's from a manga. We don't know how many episodes, but based, once again, based on the amount of manga that has been released and it's not based on a light novel, likely 12. Um, And that's on Mondays at Mm 7am. I'm not sure this will linger on our lists for too long. I don't think it will either. No. Now, I think we need to talk about um, probably the strangest isekai I've ever heard a synopsis for. And Kenny, I think I'll get you to read it because only you could make sense of this.
2: I could try. and um, (laughs) So... A young man who has surely died in an accident was reborn in another world as a baby.
0: So he's died and he's just been reborn. As, yes, reincarnated from... But I'm guessing we're not going to talk about that.
2: From square one. Uh, no, no, because no. after that, he was picked up by the patriot hero sage Merlin Wolford, and has the name given to him, Shin. He was raised as a grandson by Merlin and soaked up Merlin's teaching earning him some shocking powers. However, when he becomes 15, his grandfather Merlin says, I forgot to teach you common
1: sense. So if anyone was unclear, <laughs> Merlin is a wizard. No. He's a what? And he's teaching him magics.
0: No. Well, um see, that's I don't understand why. Why did they bother with the isekai format? They could have just went straight with because isekais
2: that. are totally in right now. I don't know. Yeah, they it, didn't have to even touch it on. It feels the, so unnecessary. Like mm. maybe it'll play a pivotal part in mm. like a future part of the story. But yeah, it's so he starts at square one and hasn't been taught common sense. So. This tells me that he retains none of the information exactly. he had as an adult in that other world. Which
0: means, why make it an isekai? Exactly. Mm. So it's, 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 it's a very strange isekai, which makes you wonder if it even is an isekai. Yeah. But
2: then there's the whole story about you know a young man being raised by a wizard, learning to have powers, but like yeah. not really being told... To, like taught to be street smart.
0: Now, I, I do have high hopes for this for two reasons. One, just like Shield Hero, this is another manga which pops up on my manga reading app quite frequently as a suggested read for me. Oh. So it might be right up my alley. Um, the second reason is the studio behind it, which is Silverlink. Mm-hmm. Now, Silverlink have some rubbish ones, but they also did Kokoro Connect, Bucket Test, Masamunikan's Revenge and non non Um, All of those have... I wouldn't say outstanding animation, Uh, but consistent quality Mm. throughout the whole show. Um, And for something like this, that's what you want when there's going to be action, comedy, magic, adventure and fantasy stuff. You want to make sure that they can handle anything that's thrown at them. So that's probably a good thing. It's originally from a light novel. Um, Light novel turned into manga, obviously, for the manga version. Um, And it airs on Wednesdays at 11.30pm.
1: Wonderful. So Kono Oto Tomomari. AKA okay, Stop This Sound. Is it's that a next? music anime. Yes, it is. Um, it is done by Platinum Vision Studio, which has only been going for a few years. Yeah. Um, origin was in manga. The synopsis of this is that since the graduation of the senior members of the club, Takezo ends up being the sole member of the Koto, a tradi- which is a traditional Japanese string instrument club. Now that the new school year has become, Takezo will have to st- seek out new members for the club or it'll be terminated. And out of nowhere, a new member barges into the near-abandoned r- club room, demanding to join. Will Takezo be able to keep his club alive and deal with this rascal of a new member? Find out more. Next episode. On Sundays at 1 o'clock. <laughs> 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 now, uh, I'm not sure what to make of this. Uh,
0: uh, with music animes, it can be hit or miss. Like, you can mm. see phenomenally good ones like um, K-On and um, Hibiki, Beck, um, Mongolian Chop Squad, um, Kids on the Slope. They all can do really good ones. And then there can be ones which completely miss the mark because they forget about the music and then they focus on, you know, fan service. Yes. Um, Hopefully that won't go this way. is a shounen manga, so it likely won't. Yeah. The origin. Um it's music drama school, doesn't have Eki tags or anything on it. But um Platinum Vision, completely new studio in twenty sixteen, haven't really done anything big. They've done kind of like OVAs and stuff here and there. Um this so could be, be a big break for them. It, it Who could knows? be. Um but this already has a second season locked in. Oh. Um, and that's for I believe October. As it's well. ambitious. It
2: mm-hmm. kind of makes me think it's like a traditional instrument kind of, yeah, k mm-hmm. sort of thing.
0: Yeah, with Platinum, this is only their fourth series um, of shows and their previous ones, it's been like one show and then an OVA or a movie, like one season and an OVA movie. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see them uh, attempt something yeah. a bit longer.
1: So speaking of classical subjects, Kyle, what's this next one? You know? <laughs> <What about laughs> I, re- I refuse. Kono yo
0: no hate de koi wo utau shoujo yuno
1: now sorry
2: i don't think i heard that right could you please repeat that no yes, sorry.
0: i'm just calling it you know from here on out because once again it's an anime with a stupidly long title which probably could have been explained in fewer words this is clearly my journalism side coming out here um it's a drama sci-fi pg-13 done by feel the studio who are responsible for dagashi kashi hinamatsuri island sukigai kirai as, as the moon so beautiful um 26 episodes locked in for it. It's from a visual novel, i.e. a game. Oh. Yeah. So, there has been a lot of discussion online on whether this is any good. Um, A lot of people went into this with high hopes and I think it let them down. I think if you don't go in with too high a hope, it might be alright. The
1: premise does sound pretty cool.
0: And the translation is, you know, a girl who chants love at the bound of this world.
1: Yeah, what's the synopsis? So
0: it's um Takuya Irema is a young student whose father, a historian, who has conducted various research experiments, disappears Without a trace. During a summer vacation, Takuya receives a peculiar package from his missing father, along with a letter containing information about the existence of various parallel worlds. Sounds pretty good so far, right? Mm. Interesting. At first, Takuya doesn't take it seriously and soon realises that he possesses a device that now allows him to travel to alternate dimensions. So is his father alive at all? And if so, where is he?
1: And from the trailer, I didn't get a lot of this. That's the concern. Coming through
0: that's the concern. So it is listed as drama, and I'm wondering if they're focusing too much on the drama and not enough on actually integrating the time travel component, or yeah. sorry, dimension jumping component mm-hmm. of this. Um, it's it's originally was released as a four part OVA in 1989, sorry 1998 and 1999. Okay. And it was a hentai.
1: Oh, Uh, this isn't really, but
0: that confuses the jibbery out of me. So, Studio Fuel can do good work, but they are also known for pumping out ecky content.
1: How would you turn this into? I don't know. How would you get
0: this? I don't want to think about it. No, let's not. It is PG 13, and that's confirmed by them. So, we know it's not tracing the same thing it did before, but I'm confused. I, I don't know how you're going to adapt this from that to another. I don't um, think I'll
2: have any expectations going into it, but I also don't think I'm going to really watch it immediately. There's a lot of other I mean, other there's a things. lot of other stuff
0: to get through, especially, actually, the next one, which I'm pretty sure, Kenny, you were really enjoying that first episode.
2: Yeah, it's um rather an intriguing kind of a thing, isn't the, it? The
0: only thing I could think of when I saw the trailer was Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I got that vibe too. Uh, now, this is Mayanaka no Occult. Komuin, or Midnight Occult Civil Servants. Miyako Arata is newly assigned to the Shinjuku Ward Office Nighttime Regional Relations Department. Kind of a mouthful to have on a resume, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Each of Tokyo's 23 wards has one such department established to mitigate paranormal and occult-related activity. Um, Arata's special skill is in understanding non-human speech and the story begins with him encountering yokai at Shinjuku Goen Park
0: and I've got to be honest very cool design for a lot of these
2: yeah I have I've always been drawn to the whole idea of the modern fantasy. It's uh, modern technology and culture and sensibilities meeting the archaic, the mystical, and the very, very weird. Mm-hmm. This anime seems to fit in nicely it, with that. Bang on thing. the bunny.
0: So it's Mystery Demons Supernatural Fantasy Shoujo, and it's made by Liden Films, who um, you, some might know from Arslan Senkai, Akashic Records, and 2016 Berserk, and Terraformers. Um, I remember that. That yeah, was weird. Very weird. <laughs> I enjoyed this. Mm-hmm.
1: I want to see where it goes. It too. wasn't like the most standout, mm. but yeah, but I it, do it want it to see how a, it develops. It
0: had a strong enough plot and tone that it made me go, "I want to actually see where it goes." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which you know, unlike some others, it's not so much. Um, but uh, and that, actually, that's my opinion on the next one, which I know you two think is going to be hilarious. Yes. And I refuse to agree on that point completely and utterly.
1: Yes, Namu Amida Butsu and Tina, which is from a game and... Pardon um, your French. (laughs) 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 The synopsis is... The pain everyone cannot escape when living. The living, old, sick and death. The way to save it is through Buddhist enlightenment. At the end of a war, a prince who obtained the Buddhist enlightenment became the Shaka Nyorai and saved the world. Meanwhile, a team centering around Shaka called the Thirteen Buddhas, and the two benevolent deities who protect the Dharma, Taishikaten and Bonten, have stood up to fight against Mara. Who's Mara? Um, To protect people from worries. A battle between Mara and the Buddhist gods that involves people begins now.
0: Now, you wonder who Mara is? I don't care. I had to cut four paragraphs from this blimmin' synopsis. Yeah, that's the thing. This
1: synopsis,
2: I think it actually comes from one of the games because what we saw in the trailers did not match what we saw Yeah, at
1: all. the trailer looks My hilarious. brain hurts. Uh, it looks hilarious. It's all these guys and they're like all... Oh, they're just so pretty. Yeah, they um, are. I'm
0: more interested in the studio than this series. Ashy Productions is the name of the studio. They're known for Vampire Hunter D, Macross, Original Ultraman. Oh. Um, they actually were previously known as Production Reed and then before that, they were known as Ashi Productions. They date back to 1975. Oh, wow. And their most famous production is Magical Princess Minky Momo. A magical girl anime started in 82 and has been credited as one of the, as pretty much one of the originators of the Lolicon subculture. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, it was aimed at children, that show. And all of the writers and artists were really freaked out when they found out adult men were watching it.
1: Oh. For a very good reason.
0: Sort
2: yeah. of what happened like to um, <laughs> something over here not, not long ago. Um, mm-hmm. The pony, My Little Pony. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the thing, oh thing is, is
0: Minky Momo has some seriously weird history such as the studio killing off the main character in episode... In Response to a toy company dropping their sponsorship of the show. Oh my god, that's so terrible! Momo gets hit by a truck filled with the toy company's toys. And oh babies. my <laughs> god, she's I then, want to see this. She's then resurrected the next episode as if nothing has happened. Very pre- pretty clear message there, yeah. Oh my god, um, this goodness. actually this episode <gasps> later inspired a Japanese urban legend linking the series to natural disasters. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, wow, there is more and more, and I think we're gonna have to watch this and do an s- episode on it because it's bonkers. okay. I a a know, I know, I I've gone completely out of the left field from, um, you know, this Buddhist anime. But I, when I f- was start reading up on it, I found that and I was just like, oh, I need, I need to mention
2: no, that. No, no, man. That's Considering crazy. what we've actually seen of this series, I think <laughs> left field is exactly what's to be expected <laughs> from, of everything yeah. involving this anime and this company. Absolutely. I, now, that, now that you've told us this story, I kind of want to like see what they've got.
1: Everyone has to see this trailer and they have to recognise that Hiroshi Tanahashi would be very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone needs to um, find out who this man is, look him up or look up NJPW. His hair is magnificent. He's, he's a wrestler yes, in Japan. that's the thing.
2: Mm. Um, the synopsis tells like a very, very bleak, a very serious kind of story. Are you thinking this is going to be gods and deities Do fighting? not look serious. No, this is like boy bands with crazy god hair being confused by rice cookers and washing machines. And just sort of sort of sitting around, chilling out.
0: This it, it reminds me of that special episode they had for um, Magic Index where it was all the nuns, they get a washing machine and don't know how to use it. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, I think we're going to move on from there to one I'm quite excited about, which is Robbie Hatchie. Um, Robbie Hatchie is a original content. It's been done by Studio Comet Who did school rumble, initial D, and had absolutely no connection to Cowboy Bebop or Space Dandy, except I look at this and I go, "That is Space Dandy
1: and Cowboy Bebop and
0: Cowboy Bebop in a nice, lovely, colourful mesh." Yeah. Um. So the year is GC fifty-one, marking half a century since first contact was made with aliens, and humans have since obtained faster-than-light travel and you know have gone into the universe and joined the Commonwealth of Planets. Yada yada yada. In Neo Tokyo. Because New Tokyo is cooler than Old Tokyo. A streak of bad luck is continuing for Robbie Va- Yarg. He fails at work, so he loses his contract. His girlfriend leaves him, he nearly dies in a traffic accident, and deck collectors are coming after him. And one day, a bag satcher steals his bag, which has got money in it, which he's planning to use. Um, for another harebrained scheme. Um, he's then, so sa- this bag saved by um, Hachi Kita, who's an 18-year-old part-time worker who's like a super intelligent person. He's like graduated university at like 15 and all that. He's like, he's a genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> super intelligent person, real smart guy. <laughs> um, and it turns out that, so obviously he offers him, his gratitude buys him a meal in return. They part ways, realizing they've got nothing in common. And then Hachi turns up on his door as a debt collector. Yeah. Um, hijinks and shoe. Robbie manages to elude Hatchie and escape into space because it turns out his house is actually an old spaceship. Mm. Um, Blends in perfectly with the skylight. And then the lone sharks pursue them into orbit.
1: It's so funny because the relationship that these two guys have is mm-hmm. hilarious. It's, it's broken. so funny. It's, it's, so it's kind
2: of an odd couple kind of a comedy. But
1: there,
0: oh, there are fourth wall breaks. In the first episode, um, that end of that first episode, I don't know what to think because you go from a guy who's struggling in the city to Guran Lagan last five episodes level of madness.
2: Yes, he is piloting just the dandiest of Voltrons.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's I, I do have to note that there were some alien species that look very specifically like a certain. Pixar animated features aliens from a grabber claw. <laughs> um, Pixar yeah, are probably gonna sue. Though, no <laughs> <aliens>. <laughs> it's got a very strong cowboy bebop and space dandy vibe, but it is very much its own style. Um, I won't say what it is but those last four minutes of the first episode are just amazingly stupid. I did not know I wanted that and even the characters comment on how on earth this could have happened and I didn't realise we were in that type of anime. Look
1: look out for the line, why am I in the bottom half?
0: Yeah, (laughs) That's that's a good point. It airs on Mondays at 11.30 at night and watch it. If if, this if you is gonna be if great. you like Space Dandy, my lordy, you will enjoy this. If if you thought Space Dandy might have gone a little bit too far on you, but you enjoyed other mm-hmm. sort of outlandish comedies, this this will hit the spot for you. Uh,
2: that airs on Mondays at eleven thirty p.m.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, we should talk about um, what I technically think is the other half of revisions.
2: Oh uh, yes, yeah, what's Shimitsu, happening while the mm-hmm. what's happening while that city disappeared?
0: So I- even though it's called Shamitsu Toshi, it's being ...promoted in Western countries and even in Japan as After Lost. Well, as that's A-F-T-E-R-L-O-S-T as a single word. Mm. Um, this is done by Madhouse. Now, for those who know Madhouse... ...this is a reason to be excited because... Madhouse have created some of the most phenomenal animes of the past decade. One Punch Man, Death Note, Death Parade, Overlord, Black Lagoon, Trigon.
1: Oh, Black Lagoon. Mm. You mm. know,
0: that, that's just to name a few. I, I, I gave myself one line for animations that are related to studios and mm-hmm. that, that was just from the So what's know. the synopsis? One day a city suddenly disappears. Takuya, a professional by the contract courier and lone wolf meets Yuki, the only survivor from that city's extinction. And the two rely on a message from Yuki's father, who was heard to be missing, and head towards the disappeared area of the city called Lost. There's a giant circular hole in the ground that's just black. It really kind of gave me a Neon Genesis vibe, and I'll explain that in a moment. Um, however, unexpected obstacles strike before the pair with the reality especially shocking for Yuki. Before them are the feelings of those left behind, a mysterious group manipulating the community in the shadows, and un- a hidden conspiracy theory. Um, so Takuya and Yuki, who are both initially strangers, deepen their bonds during the journey and ra- unravel the mystery of the lost city. Now, it's left... We watched the first episode... I'm really intrigued. Yeah. This,
1: right. It just got better and better, didn't it? it?
0: It really did. I mean, it's got sufficient DACA. <laughs> um, I actually dubbed it DACA Rally.
2: Yeah, so a guy summons like infinite amounts of guns which just shoot as he psychically floats them in the air. Yeah, and and just just like, oh. we're, we're just sitting there going DACA, 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 DACA. Yes, daca. All <laughs> <the> daca. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: I was concerned because there were a lot of people online already slamming this, um, we, even before the first episode aired. So I'm not sure why there is a connection there, but it is based off a game. So maybe it's they've played the game through and realised that there's something wrong with the plot. Okay, so
1: maybe we need to just keep watching. Yeah.
0: So this has got really fluid animation. Characters are interesting so far, and there's even a betrayal in the first episode, and the setup for episode two leaves a lot of questions open already Mm. in a good way. It does. Um, I'm really interested to see where it goes, but I couldn't get past the point that some of the lines the main character is saying in episode one just remind me of the film The Transporter. And it's like someone's got the transporter and a scientific yeah. railgun or index and shoved them together. His,
1: his, his character was very similar to that, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. It's just
2: like, I'm just a delivery guy. I'm here to deliver
1: you.
0: Exactly. Um, but it's the Lost City area also harkens back to episode 16 of Neon Genesis. So um, for those who haven't seen the trailer or anything, the city's been replaced with a big sort of black, dark. Black miasma, mm. on, on, on the ground. A big <laughs> circle miasma. of black miasma. Um, and in episode 16 of Neon Genesis, the angel, the big evil enemy called uh, Lelial, which is the 12th angel, creates mm. a pocket dimension called a Dirac Sea, which is um, it's basically like a, a nanomillimeter thin dimension that's in a pocket and it's just it appears black and you can sink into it and disappear into this pocket dimension. That's and crazy. it gives me that sort of vibe to it. And a Dirac Sea is actually a physics... Um, equation based off Einstein, or some of Einstein's oh, work. Awesome. So it's actually a real thing. It's not something they've made up for anime.
1: I was getting Akira vibes as well because yeah. as they, um, especially at, at the the beginning of the film and the books, how they're mm. heading straight towards the old city yeah. where the. Um, where mm, the explosion it's happened. F- it's also funny how this
0: is the complete polar opposite of what happened in revisions. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's the it's same... It's, it's a circular hole. Yeah. And everything's gone.
0: And nobody knows why. No. Everyone's freaking out. <laughs> we'll move on from that. Let's talk about... Um, let's talk about Fox Girls. Because... <laughs> because that,
1: that's why a thing this not? That's the thing. Um, <laughs> Thank for, you, I'll let you handle this. All right. <laughs> Sewoyaki Kitsune no Senko-san is... Um, the origin is a web manga. Yeah. And um, the CEO is Dogakobo. who have also done Himoto, umaru chan Yuri Yuri and New Game. Well, all of which are quite well animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the synopsis is everyday, the everyday life of Nakano. A salaryman working for an exploitative company is suddenly intruded upon by a fox, Senko-san, who's 800 years old. And whether it be cooking, cleaning, or special service, this eight hundred year old little girl will heal his exhaustion.
0: Now I'm, but based on the fact that it doesn't have any age restrictions on it, I'm thinking special service just means like looking after him. Yeah, him to that's bed, what it seemed cute, like. It seemed stuff, quite
1: yeah. innocent it from does. what I saw.
0: Um, Let's hope so. I, I think this is going to be one of the ones that I want to watch. But just like um, the fox girl. Um, Johnson series, I won't get around to it. Yeah. Like we'll it looks cute, but I don't think I can justify spending oh, time on Haki, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um but what we'll see. W- we'll see. And, and then of course there is the the final new anime that we're going to talk about, which yes. is We Never Learn, Boku Ben. And uh this
1: How else do they learn?
0: I I I am looking forward to this. Yes. I I've we've watched the first episode literally last night, the three of us got it's together and watched really it. Good. I was expecting rubbish.
2: I was kind yep. of expecting harem junk as well. but um, there, there is
0: definitely that harem and romance junk edit bit. to it. But it is also very funny. Mm. Um, yes. So this is done by Silver and Arvo Animation, two separate studios working together on it. It's a manga. Um, we don't know how long it's going to run for, um, episode-wise. Um, but it airs on Sunday night technically at half past midnight Mm -hmm. and um, basically third year high school student Narayuki Uiga has dedicated himself to becoming a high achieving student in school and despite his history of poor grades he plans to get the ultimate goal of the VIP nomination which gets him a prestigious scholarship covering all future university fees and he's constantly overshadowed by his classmates Rizio Ogata and Fumino Furuhashi They're both amazing at mathematics and literature, respectively. Turns out they want to be good in the other subject.
1: And they're really hopeless at it. Yes.
0: So he receives the nomination with a catch that he has to tutor the two star star classmates who are hopelessly mediocre at each other's subject of expertise. Yeah,
1: and he starts doing really well for them.
0: Mm. Now, we thought this was just going to be... Pretty silly, straight out the f- mm-hmm. out the front door with hijinks and all that. And while there is hijinks, it doesn't feel like it overpowers the
1: plot. Yeah, there's heart to it, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Especially with his family.
2: Yeah, and the characters they feel charming enough. They feel flawed and just sort of sweet. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not just overdone. They're not cliches. They're yeah. nice.
0: Yeah, which is surprising for this sort of genre. So watch this space. I'm sure we'll. Uh, We'll have some thoughts on that later in the season when we get to the end. But I think we should talk about everything that's hanging around or Mm -hmm. has returned. The Wi-Fi Radio. And uh, we do have... I think it ends up being about four... Uh, shows which are bringing them out second seasons mm-hmm. uh, or third seasons in some cases this time around. Um, Bakumatsu Crisis is one we'll start with. It's mm-hmm. done by Studio Deem, aka the guys that did Konosuba, Log Horizon, Sakamoto Dezuga. Um, airs on Fridays at just at 1.58. Very <laughs> what specific, specific time. isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah. Another one from a game.
1: We don't know how many episodes it will have either, do we? No, we,
0: we don't. Um, all we know is that it is set in an era in which the souls of young men burned with anxiety for their country's future.
1: Pretty sure that's every era. Yeah,
0: it's the Bakumatsu era, apparently. Um, which I don't actually think is a proper error from what I've had a look. We'll probably Google that. But it focuses on Takasugi Shinsaku, who's a soldier of fortune from Choshu. He sneaks aboard a government ship with his comrade Katsura Kogoru in search of a mysterious object with the power to manipulate time. Obviously, they don't want the government to have it. So rather than allow such power to fall into the wrong hands, they plan to destroy the artifact, but it's quickly stolen from them and forcing the pair to return to the, follow the mysterious faith, I should say, to Kyoto, which has become Absolutely nuts.
1: And Kyoto is the capital at this point. Uh, it isn't
0: is, it? and they arrive in the capital and discover that the government has been overthrown and the deity Susano now reigns in its place.
1: Does it have a um, gravity-defying string or ribbon?
0: Uh, I think his Susano deity? might be a bit more deman- demonic oh. in this incarnation. Maybe um, a chain. Maybe Gravity maybe a gravity-defying chain, chain for his <laughs> incredible <laughs> pectoral muscles. Um, <laughs> this is the second season. Uh, Bakumatsu without the word crisis was the original series. I haven't watched it. I haven't caught it. Um, there's also like a couple of other spin-offs from it, so it's clearly mm-hmm. doing well. Yes. Um, so it might be worth checking out if this is your kind of thing. It uh-huh. is a historical samurai action series, and, uh, you know... It's always you, 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 there, there's always a market for that. There's always a market for that. But, I mean, you could do worse.
1: You could. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll move on, and um, I think we've got to talk about a third season, I think it is, of Bungo Stray Dogs.
2: I haven't even caught the first one, and I feel yeah. terrible about that. Yeah. It, this one is like pretty highly acclaimed. Mm-hmm. So, Bokko goes stray. Go, so, Bungo Stray Dogs three. Um, <coughs> the, the, we'll do so it, they they the got a,
0: Yeah, they they haven't got the synopsis for the the new series, so we'll just give you what the original <laughs> series was about and where it's come from.
2: Ah, uh, yes. So, while starving on a riverbank. Atsushi saves a rather eccentric man named Osamu Dazai from drowning. Whimsical suicide enthusiast and supernatural detective, Dazai has been investigating the same tiger that has been terrorizing the boy. Together with Desai's partner, Dopo Kunikida, they solve the mystery, but its resolution leaves Atsushi in a tight spot. As various odd events take place, Atsushi is coerced into joining their firm of supernatural investigators, taking on unusual cases the police cannot handle, alongside his numerous enigmatic co-workers.
0: Now, we've, we've, we've seen the first episode yeah, of this, and we went, good. I, I want to watch the rest of this and just not get around to it. It's a bit bonkers. Mm. Yeah. You've got a character who's trying to off himself every episode. The yeah. main character's a suicide enthusiast, uh, that's hunting a tiger.
1: That's that surely can't. I can I feel tell you like that that's an oxymoron.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, well, I can tell you that wouldn't be allowed to be broadcast in Australia or potentially on standard TV but in America. It's
1: on Fridays at ten thirty at night. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's 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 the perfect, you know, hanging hour. <laughs> I guess oh, oh, let's go with that. Um, it's by Bones. It's rated R for violence and language, obviously. Um, 23 minute run time, likely 12 episodes because the prior two seasons are 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. Now, we need to talk about the big one.
1: One Punch Man season 2. Oh my
0: God.
1: This scarcely
0: needs an introduction, does it? It doesn't. But it if, doesn't. if you don't know about One Punch Man, it's a gentleman named Saitama and he's awesome and he's gone bald.
1: And every day he um does 100, I think he's like 100 push-ups,
0: push-ups 100 sit-ups, and 100 runs. squats and runs for 10 kilometers.
1: Yeah, he
0: just beca- he's in a world with superheroes, so I that. very sort of similar to um, My Hero Academia, where heroes are you know they're around, they do things. Mm. Um, but
1: Saitama a- is the strongest, overpowered.
0: He he is literally the definition of how to use an OP character,
1: and so
2: much so that he will end a fight and nobody will notice it.
1: Much to his trepidation, because he is really freaking bored.
0: Yeah, and what no, he can't join the superhero. Um, like organization because they don't think he's actually solved any problems. yeah they don't
1: and they don't actually trust that he is as powerful as he is mm. so he's kind of you know now
0: I'm, I'm under the impression season two actually has like a proper big villain towards the end of it ah. that it all leads up to and i i believe the first we, we haven't caught the first episode yet but one of my friends was telling us about it and he was saying um that the first episode does a lot of groundwork establishing what's happening and where it's going to go to. I think it was um, um, a mate, Pete, who's also a listener of the podcast, actually. Mm -hmm. So, hi, Pete. Hey, Pete. Um, (laughs) Now, One Punch Man, if you haven't seen it, it is R-rated, surprisingly. Um, It is by JC Staff. Uh, was originally a web manga, um, which oddly, um, I didn't mention this in the news because we didn't have time, but oddly the uh, web manga has just, after a two-year hiatus, just started publishing some new chapters because it's it's moved from a web manga to somewhere else and they've just started putting more stuff on there. We're just... All right. Um, it's airing on Wednesdays at 1.35 in the morning and it's action, sci-fi, comedy, parody, superpower, natural, supernatural, powerful goodness. Hooray. And there's an OVA coming too. And hey. hopefully we'll get hold of the OVA that they used to promote it for the, um, obviously the premiere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but then of course we have to go... We've
1: got another epic one here.
0: ...to Wit Studios.
1: Attack on Titan, Season 3, Part 2. Woo-hoo. Manchester
0: 4. That's the nil.
1: So um, this doesn't start airing till April 29th. Um, obviously, it was left at a bit of a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And this is a continuation of it, I believe. Yes. Um, so th- this is
0: 10 episodes. That they've been a bit weird. Mm-hmm. I'm getting... Y- you know how they're doing very odd things with the last two seasons of Game of Thrones episode lengths yes. and all that? It seems yes. a bit like that at the moment because they're getting very close to where the manga is. And if this ends where I'm expecting it to end, the season will be a cliffhanger of epic proportions. Oh. And not, not as in a, will people live or die? It's more of a, holy cow, that's the situation we're in. Mm. Um, and Ooh. it it really takes it from like, you know, their walled perspective to a global
1: perspective. That is awesome. It
0: is. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I I haven't enjoyed the manga as much since that happened. Okay.
1: Um
0: because obviously, when you're within a small microcosm, it's a lot easier to accept things that are happening, mm. but a lot of questions are going to get answered. Yeah. A lot. Um, and this is on Mondays, starting on the 29th of April, at uh, 10 past one on Monday night, I would say that would be. Mm. <laughs> Um, ten episodes, twenty-three, twenty-four minutes. with Studios.
1: Check it out. It's very mm. violent, mm. so beware.
0: <laughs> now we do need to talk about the continuing anime, which has still been going on um, mm-hmm. this season. Which is, you know, it's fantastic. Um, Dororo still going strong. It's yes. gone twenty-four episodes total, and we got That's to the twelfth episode, and we thought, oh, is this where they're going to end it? So it's a big, you know, big confrontation. No, no, no. No, no, we we're, we're going to keep going off and do other things now too, mm. and it was great. Like if you haven't if you haven't caught Dororo, um, it is rated R because it's quite violent, but it's an amazing it is, story. Uh, it's it is uh, the benchmark in my opinion for last season. That is mm. the benchmark you have to t- attain last season to be considered an alright anime that season. Because if you've got mummy so and
2: daddy's permission to watch something this violent, oh,
0: you must catch this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> party is over (laughs) and so is it for that kazoo (laughs) (laughs) so um for those who don't know dororo it is by uh, it's a tezka who we've mentioned before um Mm -hmm. the tezka created this in like the 60s i think it was as a manga um and his studio along with mappa studios have um basically reimagined it in a Mm 24-part series and it's beautiful.
2: We've talked about it at length and we will keep talking about it at length yeah. because, frankly, it just stands out. It does.
0: And from the R's to the PG's, but still equally controversial, Shield Hero.
2: Uh, yes, we return to this, uh, well, that is an apt way of putting it, this controversial little... Uh, it's a gem. Play, playground.
0: I mean, let, let, let's be honest. Um, I love this manga. It was one of the ones which I found due recommendation through recommendation in my manga app. And I was like, oh, fantastic. Okay, fair enough. Because I think I mentioned, like, well, in episode one that I'd put off reading it and then when I did, I couldn't stop.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's very well written, but it has suffered from the controversy surrounding the way the character is portrayed and what happens in the first episode. It's
2: mm. very, very polarising kind of an anime, but... Mm. Um,
0: Mm. So well, can you read out the synopsis just uh, to remind those who might not have seen it? Um, of we'll course, of course.
2: Yeah. Uh, so thrust into the world of Melamark and given the title of shield hero, Otaku Naofumi Itoani is labelled the weakest due to his lack of offensive capabilities and apparent inexperience. Like all the other heroes get bows and swords so and spears. offensive yeah, weapons. Yeah, he's got a shield. He gets a shield which he can't attack with. Um when the heroes part ways to start their journey, they all get their own sort of hero cruise. He mm. only gets one willing companion, the beautiful princess, Multimellow Mark. However, she soon betrays him, steals all his money, and accuses him of taking
0: advantage of her. Now, this caused a lot of problems in the States. Really? Um, I believe the first episode was pulled at some point from one channel because of the content being discussed. Um now, let, let, let's, let, let's cover well, the difficult look, part of this first. Everyone lies. Everyone lies. We know it doesn't that. matter your gender. Everyone lies. You can't just say one gender lies. For something about no. this,
2: of course, it happens rarely. Yeah. And this, where it does it's disastrous?
0: It, th- this is something that has to be handled delicately and carefully. And perhaps the adaptation didn't do a good enough job of that. Mm. However, it is a minor part of a fantastic series. Yeah. And I cannot recommend this enough
2: it's we've mentioned before how this is like another isekai because it Mm -hmm. is like the new vogue lately but this takes a very different look at it it takes a look Mm. at a world and says life isn't always fair people aren't always what they seem to be Mm -hmm. not everyone has your best interests at heart i think i've said these exact words before and that's what makes this world so unique and actually kind of compelling it shows how the character has adapted Mm to this you and I but, but it's funny
0: that shows like this get criticized quite openly when something like this happens and then you see shows like Berserk which are not designed for mainstream audiences there's not a whisper mm. and that I think that says a lot about what people were expecting from this anime yeah. without doing their research and I love Shield Hero I, I'm will quite happily say it's pretty much been other than my neighbor is a cat My roommate is a cat. Um, This is... I liked it too.
1: There's no... I was expecting fan service. There's no fan service. Mm. It's well developed. Yeah. It's
0: well thought out. And the the bad characters are getting close to getting their comeuppance.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. I really can't wait for that because they, like, just... Everything that's happened to him has just boiled my blood. Mm -hmm. That's
2: the thing. This series really plays with your expectations. And, Mm -hmm. you know the villains are remaining villainous and you just want the worst to happen to them.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, especially in the last couple of episodes, there's been a, a lot of people have really shown their true colours, which has been you know, very, very clear as to what's going on and other characters who clear, pre- previously had the wall pulled over their eyes are starting to you know, take off that hood and mm. see what's going on. Which is now, we will quickly cover off all what I'm referring to as the usual suspects <laughs> that are ongoing series. Still going on is Black Clover, Fairy Tales Final Series, Baruto, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Detective Conan, One Piece, and Zoids Wild. Now, the only reason I'm mentioning this is that I grew up watching Zoid Zero slash New Century um, and it piqued my interest because I didn't even know it was, was still around. Um, it's definitely aimed at children, That's not
2: for
1: like, other audiences.
2: It's so like don't Bakugan know. or Power Rangers. It's yeah. just these are series that refuse to die. Yeah,
0: like One know. Piece as well. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and Oh, yeah, One Piece is still going as well. I forgot that. Um, but we do need to quickly mention the baseball.
1: Yeah, there are three. There
0: are three baseball yeah. animes. One's a sequel and two others are...
1: Oh. Technically
0: originals. Okay. So Cinderella Nine, based off a game where you play a character who goes and restores an all-girls women's baseball.
1: So a league of their own. Yeah,
0: it's basically a league of their own. Yeah. Um, and that's on Mondays at um 1:30 in the morning. Likely 12 episodes. TMS Entertainment. Pretty. I'm going to be honest. Looks generic so generic. Um, it's just they've replaced all the girls mm. with guys. Yep, Sorry, sp- all the guys with girls. <laughs> 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 if they replaced all the girls with guys in a harem anime, that'd be hilarious.
2: It's a, you know, your traditional sports kind of anime. Mm-hmm. If it's your thing, it's your thing. Now,
0: th- there is also...
1: Mix my, uh, May Say Story.
0: Now, this is another baseball show, mm. but they, this is interesting.
1: The studio, OLM.
0: Mm-hmm. They make all the Pokemon series.
1: They also did Gunsmith Cats, Atom the Beginning, and Bang Dream.
0: They're also, and this is something I want to talk to you two about for next episode. And this oh. is very important. Next episode, we are going to be talking about East versus West, and I'll go into that more. But okay. they did, OLM, did an animated series based on a fairly popular Australian book series. <gasps> Wait, what? Between 2007 oh. and
1: 2008. C- can, can, I, can you give us like a, a hint? It's fantasy. Mm. It wasn't Snuggle Pot and Cuddle Pie There was were it? eight books. Tomorrow When the War Began. Ran,
0: written by Emily Rhoda. <sighs> Deltora Quest. No way. Oh. There is a Deltora Quest anime which runs for 65 oh, episodes. Wow. Wicked. It I haven't seen those books. Yeah, it is another very odd transition of an anime coming from a western product just like with H.P. Lovecraft's mangas which I suspect will get adapted into short form animes at some point which would be absolutely horrifying so it is another baseball show and it is actually a spiritual sequel um, mixes to an 80s baseball anime Touch which aired from 1985 to 1987 for 101 episodes and what stands out about this one compared to the other two which just feel like run of the mill is that this story takes place in the same high school as the series Touch took place and they're trying to recreate that massive success the club had 26 years prior. Mm-hmm. Um, and it focuses once again around brothers and baseball as the main thing. Um, I think this actually could be good. Uh, yeah. Like Out of the three but baseball animes, that's the one I'd be interested I'm, in watching.
1: I'm happy to check them all out because maybe there's something about baseball that I don't understand because I've never watched the sport, I've never mm. participated in it. I'm not generally into sports, so you know I'm, I'm open to... To give See, a look, yeah. yeah that absolutely. said, we've
2: seen a few sporting animes come our way which have really captured our attention. Oh, yeah. Take uh, Megalobox. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Granted, that had a very futuristic bent to it, but oh, it Th- There
0: is a Netflix series coming. I can't remember the name. And it looks like a blatant ripoff of Megalobox. Mm. And it's f- like full CG. Okay. so we'll, we'll, when that comes out we'll have a look and see but um, the finally there is Diamond No Ace 2 um, Comedy Sports School Shonen by Madhouse was a manga Pick, it picks up the year after the end of the fall tournament in the previous series it's going to run for 52 episodes because baseball baseball <laughs> obviously you
1: can rely on it to make bank
0: well, I'm, I'm guessing you can, which is quite impressive. Because, yeah, baseball is
2: huge, huge in Japan. has been mm-hmm. since uh, the 80, like, late 1800s, in fact. Really? Wow. It was introduced by an English professor in Tokyo. Oh, wow. Uh, that is
0: all the wrong people. It's an American sport. <laughs> yeah, introduced to
2: Japan by an Englishman. Okay. Gay. England. Mo- moving right along.
0: <laughs> well, either way. I think we've hammered on enough we've definitely kept you listeners uh, long enough because my lordy thanks for chilling Um, let's get out of here (laughs) well another season is upon us Uh, many more sleepless nights while we try and keep up to date to find out what's worth watching.
2: I am already exhausted.
0: Yeah, and hopefully we'll have a special guest next episode if we Mm -hmm. can line him up. Absolutely. While we discuss the first time anime came to Western culture. So we'll... Put more details on that once we know what's coming on.
1: A journey to the west.
0: It's kind of it's kind of like a journey to the east and the west back and forth in this case. I
2: have no idea what you guys are referencing. (laughs) That is totally the point.
0: This is (laughs) cryptic and interesting. Um, We will be back in two weeks' time, um, and uh, by then all of our previous stuff will be on YouTube. If you are listening to us for the first time on YouTube, welcome. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, We will release uh, podcasts every fortnight, and uh, I'm sure we'll have something interesting for you to hear next week. Join us. In the meantime, enjoy yourself, watch some anime. Ciao.
2: Bye. Adios.